congratulations on your victory. Oh boy, that feels hollow. You're uh, here taking, it comes. taking money out of, out of the pockets of home buying Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Where we're gonna put the APS, huh, Net? Hmm? Oh, it's all about you and your kids, your future family. I'm worried about the APS and the quality of this content going out on a money-making venture possibly down the road. Well, you talked about the test drive, to, right. to use the car analogy. Right. Uh, to get the engine revving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is washing pr- dishes. Gotta prime the pumps. <laughs> the dishwasher pumps. Now, I don't know how the township would feel about that, knowing that we, there's no ventilation in here. That's what I do on my land. That's not. right. We're pretty much our own seceded <laughs> state around here, aren't we? <laughs> The seceded states of Steve and Kyle. That's where right. we are. It's been so long since we recorded that I don't remember what any one of those clips was about. <laughs> Not one. Again, it's always an adventure trying to remember and think yeah. back while we started here, got there, yeah. and finished with trying that. Trying to do that that verbal Man. jigsaw puzzle right. in my brain. I think right. some of it had to do with... Me and Annette looking for a house. Yep. Yep. And now uh, I was supposed to be invited to the yeah. open house to go along. Yeah. Didn't happen, did Another it? Another one that didn't happen. <laughs> Mark that up in the L column. <laughs> we did. You know, while we're talking about this, we did. Uh, uh, by the way, it's uh, Monday, July 10th, 2017, the year of our Lord. It's the Stephen Kyle podcast. Uh, while we're talking about our, our house hunt, I should say we did. We, we went to a, an open house last week did you really another and it one? was it was now right now we live what five miles apart four miles apart. yeah it takes me less than five minutes to get here we looked at a house that was a half a mile from you was it the, was it it was the one the, we it, rode by right it was the one that we rode our bikes by. oh that's right now yeah so this is one of those that was set for a, a regular open house yeah where apparently that's the new, we talked about this apparently that's the new gimmick when you're selling your house, especially mm-hmm. in this area, in because hot, the market's market. crazy, that you set an open house for whatever, a two or three hour period, mm-hmm. and that's it. On a it. weekend. Yeah, and that's you, it. You list the house, like say, so you, you list the house on a Monday, and you say, open house this Saturday. Yeah. And then you obviously let realtors come in with their with their clients looking for a new house in hopes that you'll never get to the open house. Okay. So that's... Well, exactly what happened. We went and looked at this house. And yeah, we because l- you were gone. Yeah, we were going away. You couldn't away. make the regular open house, so you were going to have to be one of the early birds. Yeah, we were going to be away for, uh, we were camping this weekend, so we weren't going to be home. The open house was on Saturday. So we looked at the house on Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening, like around 5.30. We, uh, that was a quick turnaround yeah. because we rode by it on our bikes Yes. Less than 24 hours before yeah. that. When we were out riding bikes. You're darn right. By we're way, pretty uh, much a, by, a bike riding gang. By the way, I'm a 36-year-old man <laughs> who sent the text, want to ride bikes and get ice cream? <laughs> and I'm a 30-year-old man who couldn't have been more excited and said, yep, 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 when are we going to go, <laughs> essentially? So, yeah, man, me and Annette. And you and Katie yep. got on our bicycles. You're darn right. <laughs> we rode by this house. We had to intimidate some people. And then we, we sat out front and had a very adult conversation, considering the fact that we were like all on our 10 speeds, 
riding around in the street. And uh, yeah, so Annette and I went back the next day. We did the walkthrough uh, with our realtor. Loved the place. Absolutely loved it. By the time we finished walking through, uh, we said to Dan, who, who's the realtor, we said, okay, well, we're going to, um, we're just going to go home, talk about this over dinner. And I, I was like, I'll shoot you a text tonight and, uh, and let you know. So we were like, the doors had closed in the car and both of us look at each other. We're like, yep, yep. Okay. Let's, uh, let's do this. Now, so was I, it in, was it in the range Obviously, without giving specifics, was it in your, in your number that you were oh, looking yeah, for? Oh, yeah, it was perfect. It okay. was uh, actually on the lower end of it. Oh, okay. But it, I mean, it um, it needed some work. Okay. But it was, you could tell that the house was really well taken care of. And it had, um, like the, for instance, we wanted a house with a full, a full two-bathroom house. Yep. Well, this was one and a half. But... The half bathroom was set up in a way where a third or where the shower could have very easily been added and it okay. wouldn't have been. So it was like we're walking through and we're like, man, this is perfect. This is perfect. That's not perfect. But with a little bit of work, it could be. Plus, it was on the lower end of the budget. We're like, you have some little, money to work money. with. Yeah, we got a little uh, a little bit of a buffer. Now, did you find and carve out a spot visually in your mind for the new AP, new, new APS? It was so perfect. It had a finished basement, yeah. and it had this little room off the side that was set up like an office. Now, I know that we're we're comfortable here in our 63 square feet. 63 the, is a nice, odd number for us, to, <laughs> for us to squeeze our material in, yeah. yeah. This one was slightly bigger. Uh, pro- I'll say maybe. I'll give us 90. 90 mm-hmm. square feet out. I, I mean, we'd have to add a third and fourth cast member. Yeah, maybe like a treadmill, too, or right. something. Or well, a, that, at that point, we'd have a bar in the corner. Yeah, mini basketball. And then uh, we'd court. hire it out, like hire a net, run the bar <laughs> once a week for us, but keep it down <laughs> she, when we're not ordering. She just stands there for two hours. Has to stand there for two hours, and any time we, like, you know, raise our fingers, has to bring a drink yeah. over. But she has to constantly be drying glasses like, <laughs> you, like, you, like you'd see in Cheers. Well, yeah, she has a white shirt. A black vest with a bow tie, yeah. you know, and she's always got that rag or towel over her shoulder uh-huh. and is walking back and forth and, you know, leaning on the bar when they're talking, uh, acting interested. But yeah, everything better be spotless and sparkle clean yep. all the time. Even glasses that we're never going to use. It's no. like a cosmopolitan glass, but we don't want <laughs> dirt or, you know, dust yeah. on these things. I don't even know what you drink out of a highball glass, Yeah, but I, I want I want them to be spotless. Well, you're darn right. This is for a display, and it's going to look beautiful when we have our celebrity guests come through, <laughs> and they want to order a drink from Barkeep Annette. So we walk through this house, and we, we get in the car, and we're like, man, we both loved it. We were really happy with it, and we wanted to put in an offer on it. So we got home. Sent my my buddy a text. We said, all right, we want to do it. He's like, well, I'd recommend we put in an offer tonight. And at this point, it's already... Because we had left there. We had to go grocery shopping real quick. By the time we got home, it was probably 8 o'clock. So he goes, can you meet me at Qdoba? I'm like, oh, you... Okay. Oh, okay. All right. right. I'll do it. Because in my mind, this is the turning point. In my mind, you said... Now I'll just see you tomorrow. <laughs> no, and by the time no. you woke up, it was gone. Nope. Annette wanted to. She was. Uh, look, I didn't want to go out either. I was. Right, well, it's I eight was o'clock. Dead tired. Yeah. I still had a bunch of work to do. Yeah. And we had gotten home. She's like, I just want to take the dog for a walk and just come home and relax. So I was like, All right. Well, I'll talk to him. I'll see what he says. Well, he was like, Meet me at Qdoba because he hadn't eaten dinner yet. He's like, I'll I'll grab a burrito. We'll we'll hash this up. thing out. 
So I get there. I sit down. I brought my laptop with me because I, I was doing work while I was sitting oh, there okay. with him. And uh, Annette eventually, she had taken the dog for a walk, so she drove over separately and met us, met us there. We didn't leave there until 10.15. It took that long. Didn't know Qdoba was even open until 10.15. Well, they probably weren't. There was probably like <laughs> like a dozen 19-year-olds back there, yeah, day after a holiday, hung over and, you know, washing glasses or burrito <laughs> bowls or whatever they're washing, staring out there. Uh, Why don't they just leave? It's a freaking Wednesday. It's a Wednesday night. Don't they, they have? They haven't, they haven't even come up to the counter in like an hour and a half. They're literally using the Wi-Fi. This is ridiculous. <laughs> so we we drew up the uh, the the offer, and now like the house was listed at blah blah blah, and nine hundred dollars. It always is. So we're like, you know, we're gonna round that up. We're gonna round it up to a hundred because we're a couple high rollers here. See, I thought they had to talk to you. I I, I figured. Because that's part of the gimmick, mm-hmm. right? When we're talking about how they do that with the open house and everything, yeah. is that typically they'll be underpriced. Yeah. Because the idea is get a dozen offers, yeah. see who comes in over to get it sold quick, right? So we wanted nothing. We didn't want to mess around at all. Right. So we said we talked to him. He told us what he thought the house was worth, and we said we're doing a full price offer. Right. Full price plus a hundred bucks, and. Uh, and there was even some stuff that we had written in there that would have been to their advantage. Like it would have been, it would have made it a really appealing offer. Okay. So we signed everything and uh, we left there. And as we're walking out, I, you know, I said to him, I was like, all right, well, you know, let me know if you hear anything. Cause he had texted the listing agent while we were sitting there. And uh, the listing agent said, we had four open houses today. We have four tomorrow. Or no, or four, 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 four people showings, walking through. Four yeah. showings today. We have four tomorrow. I think we have one possible offer from today. I'm like, okay, well, maybe, hopefully we just get this offer in again. This is like 10 o'clock. 10.22, I'm brushing my teeth back here at the house, and I got a text from him, and it was like a screenshot of the text he had had with the listing agent saying, multiple offers already came in. Uh, get back to us by 9 p.m. tomorrow night with your best possible offer. So they want you to come in yeah. much more over yeah. the the 100 that mm-hmm. you came in over. Yeah. yeah. So we thought about it overnight. Well, I thought about it as I was laying in bed staring at the ceiling the whole night. Wondering o- overnight, I... overnight would, uh, would mean that I actually got some sleep. Yeah. Didn't get any sleep, just stared. And already, because at this point, we're already both emotionally attached to the house. Right. Like, that's where our You've already placed your gonna, furniture. Yeah, exactly. You've like, placed your furniture. I know, You've the, added I, know the, the, I know what color the nursery's yeah. going to be. You've added the shower to yeah. the uh, second bath. Yeah. Yeah. It's Everything's perfect. I have, right. I have all the stuff laid out just perfectly in my head. So, woke up the next morning. I went to work. And Annette and I were texting back and forth a little bit. And then I, I sent Dan a text. And I was like, all right. Here's what we want to do. And we were $10,000 over the asking price. But again, it was the house was way, it was Under. underpriced. So sure, it would have been great to get it at that, at the list price. Right. But realistically, we knew we'd, it wouldn't be a. Um, it's going to be hard to pull that off. Yeah. Well, it was still in the budget, but it's like once you see the first number, that's like, you know, those eBay auctions that start at $5. Yeah. yeah. For, a, for like a brand, that for for a a brand new Camaro yeah. or something. You're like, I'm going to oh, get it. I could get it for five, $5. And then you end up getting it for like 
Fifteen thousand yeah. dollars, still a good deal, but you're like, oh, oh boy, that extra fourteen thousand nine ninety five really, uh, <laughs> really feels worse. Really doesn't make this feel as good of a deal. <laughs> no. So we put in our offer, and uh, again, they were taking offers until nine p.m. So that was the recipe for the longest day in history. Yeah. So, and and that's assuming you'll hear back from it that night. I was confident which... that we would, since. He heard back from the listing agent the previous night at like, at like 1030. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, nine o'clock. Well, then at nine o'clock turned into uh, the listing agent saying multiple offers. It's going to be 930. So I'm like, okay, 930. So in my head, I'm like, if I don't hear back by like 10 o'clock, by 10 o'clock, we don't, we didn't get it. Right. We, we did not win because they're not going to. They're going to contact the people who are buying the house before the people who are not buying right. the house. And uh, so I was awake until like 11, 15, oh, just staring at my phone, staring, staring, staring. Every now, I think I hear something like, huh, huh, what? Huh? to be my phone, right? Scroll through. <laughs> nope, nope, nothing. So I woke up for work the next day at 3.45, and Dan had just sent me an email. He, he woke up. He must see. have been doing the same thing I was doing. Right. Either that or he's a really light sleeper or he just gets up way too early. And uh, he forwarded me forwarded me an email saying, sorry, man, we didn't get the house. But uh, did you did, now did you get any intel on what the winning I bid did. was? I did. Because you said that's substantially over yeah. what you bid. Yeah. So the fact that somebody came in over the top of that terrifies mm-hmm. me in terms of buying a house and I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Let me tell you that the only satisfaction I've gotten out of this is knowing that our bid was uh, or our offer was the second highest offer. Right. That would actually make me uh, more upset. The first place offer was $8,000 more than we bid. Are you serious? So just knowing that that guy spent $8,000 more than he had to made me Well, yeah, $7,900 more than he had to. Yeah. Essentially, I mean, if you assume that they go based mm-hmm. on... Man. Well, we did our We did ours like eBay style. We told them because I, I had said to Annette, I was talking to her, I was like, Man, wouldn't it be perfect if like if bidding on a house or putting in an offer on a house was like real estate? Yeah. Where you just tell it what your max is and then it bids up in increments. To that point. Because I want to avoid paying eight thousand dollars too yeah. much for a house. So Dan was like, We can do that. It's called like a escalation clause or something. So our offer simply said we will pay uh, $500 more than whatever the maximum bid is up to a certain amount. And this was over that certain amount? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. you had set maybe a, whatever, a few thousand more than mm-hmm. yours. And then uh, you essentially have the the la- last rights to refusal or whatever. Right, exactly. Wow. And they beat us. So I'm like, well, you know. Man. I didn't get the house, but I made someone pay eighteen thousand dollars more than the list right, price for that. Right. House. That's crazy. That terror like I said, that scares me to my core because I know selling my house will be easy because like you said, we're yeah. we're pretty nearby. But I am so not I would not want to buy a house right now if I had to, honestly. Yeah, it's uh the, everyone keeps saying like, oh there's no inventory. There's no inventory. Well there is there's a ton of inventory. It's just that every three days it turns over. Right, it it's doesn't happening last. so fast. It doesn't last at all. Right. The house that you looked at two days ago that's been on the market for you know one day before that is already sold. Yeah, man, that is terrifying. So we're not going to be neighbors, unfortunately. <sighs> but I am still holding out hope. For some reason, Annette and I both have have it stuck in our head. It falls like, apart. 
Yeah, we're both like I said to her the other day. I was like, I just have a feeling that well because financing with, falls through without or, getting too much into minutia. One, the, the the bank has to you know that'll be appraised, and if the bank says yeah, it's worth this much, they have to come up with that much liquid cash to cover the difference because the hoping. bank won't loan them. And with a bid like that, eighteen thousand dollars over, yeah, unless they just have sold a house or are you We're, know. That we're is just, a lot of money to come up we're with. We're just for a really loan. hoping that they shot the moon with with what the hoping that their max was indeed their max. Yeah, and that they didn't factor in like, oh, what if this doesn't appraise? We don't have ten grand to make up. Yeah, for that, it or yeah. Whatever. Which you'll see, you, you'll see yeah. quite a bit. That's like I said, that's a big chunk of change to have to come up with in a pinch. Well, if you can't, sorry, yeah. it's back on the market, or we're going right. to go to the next in line. Which you know, still good for the sellers, yeah. but man. But yeah, it was uh, a world man. It was that was disappointing. That's the first time I've I've bid on something. And well, uh, you think I was disappointing for you, Steve? You're talking about a whirlwind <laughs> of emotion for me within the span of three days. Uh, I think it was about three or four days. You typed in a location for me that I was like, "Well, podcast is dead. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going well, out have there." To set up some kind of remote <laughs> remote equipment. Now it's going to be a Skype cast. We're going to talk over each other. It'll die in two weeks. There's mm-hmm. no way. And yeah, less than three or four days later, it turned it around. It was even closer than where we are now. Good news. We're moving into your basement. <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, you got that thing for rent? Um, <laughs> yeah, but so, so, boy, so back on the Ferris wheel we go, and around and around it continues. Yeah. So I'll just assume that this is going to be the, the pattern for the next year and a half or so. Right. Yeah, you're, you're just going to retire here. Yeah. There's no question. You're going to end Probably. up building that bathroom down there. May as well just start it. Going to die down here. It's funny because we we already have like the list of stuff that we have to do for to here, this house right? yeah. in order to put it on the market. Like I've started started doing in that like started doing those little things, not even thinking like, no, we're gonna stay here. I'm like, no. Mentally completely checked out. I'm like, I'm out of this house. I'm out of here. I don't even like just throwing your garbage around. No, we can stop vacuuming, hon. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be out of here before you know it. We don't need this dump anymore. Yeah, no, I'm not mowing that lawn. You nuts? <sighs> oh man, well, Heartbreaking, well, you, though. Just heartbreaking. Well, right, because you get that close and you're so um, involved with it in your yeah. brain that it feels like it got ripped out from under your under your feet. I went as far as the house had, uh, had a fenced-in backyard, but it has a driveway that goes up and, like, past the house yeah. into the backyard to a, to a little one-stall garage back there. Yeah. And uh, so um, the, one of the things we looked at were like, oh, we'd have to – put some kind of fence across the driveway because dog. keep the dog in. I had already looked up like, like designs for what I want the fence gate to look like. And I was way in, I was in way too deep. I don't, you know, hindsight, what would we do with 90? What would we do with 90 square feet of space? Steve? Yeah, exactly. That's just too much. No. I mean, anything over 70, you're going to have to go into the next house. <laughs> I'll take a small upgrade to seventy. Well, we could, but... we, I guess we could subdivide it. We could make. Oh right. We could do like a closet on yeah. one side or something. Yeah, and for some reason we could take care of all the equipment every week. <laughs> it's because we got to use the closet, right? So we we take care of everything. Then we have to start over every week and plug everything, <laughs> plug everything back in. Yeah. Which setting are we doing? Which I think you mentioned it. Uh, this was maybe the eighth week in a row where we talked about upgrading the equipment yeah. before recording, and but this. To our credit, is the first day we've made an actionable move <laughs> towards upgrading. <laughs> we've to be, done the something. microphones are upgraded. These microphones, which outside of having uh, the shock mount, which like we talked about, 
you can feel that a little more. But even that, I, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, we upgraded the microphones. Well, we're looking to upgrade the uh, the other main piece of hardware. So we finally made an actionable move towards we that. Did. We uh, Steve and I are pretty much eBay pros. I mean, you've got the Blue Star I, of I, Excellence. I, mean, I, just, I just made another. You know, I'm making offers on houses last mm-hmm. week. Making offers on uh, Behringer mixers this week. Listen, if you're in the mood to sell something, send it over. We'll make an offer. And if you're in the uh, if you're in the market to buy some used, slightly used but babied podcasting equipment, very yeah, we we treat the like we said. This is our temple. Would you disrespect disrespect any shrine in the temple, Steve? No, no of course not. No, these It'd have be been treated as so. such. And we would, you know, if it comes to it, we would be honored to pass this on to another. Uh, podcasting endeavor mm-hmm. if our ebay offer pans out <laughs> yeah uh refresh uh nope nothing yet yeah well this guy's asleep at the wheel we're gonna have to move on to the next one yeah it's been an hour yeah half hour ridiculous uh but you did mention uh future bartender annette we'll have to let her in on that little plan mm-hmm. when we get that 90 square feet when this yeah. other guy falls through it we, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention immediately we're already late. Immediately, uh, 20 minutes 20 minutes in. in, we actually put this at the top and then got sidetracked. Uh, Sounds s- about right. Steve, yeah. we're doing it. We're going to Boston. We're going to Boston. We're- yeah! yeah! Woo! This is real. Not spoiler alert. <laughs> it is Steve and I representing yeah, the Steve and Kyle podcast <laughs> are going to be in the city on a hill, Boston. Yeah, Boston, Saturday, July twenty second. That is well, depending on when you're listening to it, less than two weeks away. Now, uh, notice how Kyle didn't say. Saturday, July twenty second until Monday, July two. No. Right. Hang on, let, Saturday, let, yeah. July 22nd to Saturday, <laughs> July 22nd. So this is what we're labeling as the probably, in my life, the most whirlwind 24 hours yeah. ever. Well, I think that we, because we, the idea was hatched in our last episode. Yeah, it was talked about and we, we texted our significant others mm-hmm. to the point where we both had, you know, no, we need it. Uh, the the go ahead, sure, to do this. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't just make decisions like that. I mean, if I'm gonna go to the store and buy a bag of chips, I buy the bag of chips right. that I want. But if I'm gonna go on a vacation for, <laughs> even if it's only a short one, right. I still like to uh, uh, to to let Annette know and maybe yeah. get her input on that. And uh, so I think during the last episode, we both sent our significant others texts and um. I don't know about you, but I got uh, later that night when when Annette got home from work, I got the, oh, you were serious? <laughs> you, wait, what? You're going to do what? <laughs> what do you mean I'm going to do this? Just, yeah, I'm going to go. Me and Kyle are going to Boston. Why? Because we're going to go to the Cheers bar. And then I get that look and I'm like, oh, boy, that does sound pretty stupid. Yeah. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Has she maybe never been to the Cheers bar? Do you think there's some envy? That could be a little jealousy, idea? little jealousy there. Well, I'll tell you this much. You you can offer her the role of chauffeur. She can pick us up and drop us off. Oh, she can take us to the airport at yep. 
three in the morning. She can come along too, honestly, if she wants. Uh, uh, she can be the chauffeur in town. Yeah, we need. Uh, that's what we're looking for. I think we're gonna use that car. We're service. gonna use. Yeah, the, we were talking about the it. One that I used when when yeah. I was in Denver. It was if you awesome. think it's better than than Uber, then I think we should I pony up be, and do it. I think it would be a lot cheaper. Right. So Saturday, July twenty second. Steve and I are gonna begin our days in the three a.m. hour, just like a work day for you. Just Steve. like a work day. Actually, a little earlier than a work day. Right. Because we need to be on the road, heading to the international airport out of Detroit. We mm-hmm. need to be there. Our flight departs at 7.30. We'll be arriving in Boston in the 9 a.m. hour, mm-hmm. where we're giving ourselves just, I guess, a little bit, maybe have some breakfast and uh, wake ourselves up. Yeah. I think the plan, very generic plan, is to be at the Cheers Bar, which I think is on Beacon Street, the first one, sure. at about noon. Okay, that should give us plenty of time. That should give us plenty of time. Uh, there's only a few other spots we want to hit, but here's here's what I think we should do, Steve. We should welcome. We already have a handful of listeners. <laughs> we do that, and, and we're not joking about that. There is, you are <laughs> there, this, there's a shocking amount of interest. Yes, this is absurd. <laughs> there, it, we you, we would be more than happy to welcome you. Come out, say hello, and have a drink with us at the Cheers Bar mm-hmm. on Bacon Street. In the early afternoon, Saturday, July 22nd. We have some people coming down from Maine. Uh, we have somebody said they're coming down from New Hampshire. I think uh, We have one from, who lives in Boston. Yeah, one who lives in Boston. Uh, somebody from the Albany area, I think, which I don't think that's a short that drive That can't be at close. All. But please, come on down. We're, I want to take pictures of anybody who came out to see us uh, and say hello uh, you can get a picture of me weeping as I sit in the the former. I think it was called the the Bull and Finch Pub. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to be making our way to the other Cheers Bar, which I, I don't even know how to pronounce the street. Fenu Falal Hall. Yeah. It, it's it's within. <laughs> good. It's within a quarter mile or half a mile away. Okay. We're going to head there next. That is the replica that they made 15 years ago of the Cheers Bar. Okay. And then. After that, we don't really have any plans, but uh, we, we're going to do some video work for the podcast. But So please, early afternoon, Saturday, July 22nd, if you are in the area or close by and you want to come say hello and have a drink with us at the Cheers Bar in Boston on Beacon Street, please do come by if you have any questions. Social be- media is the way to get a hold of us for this. Obviously, with only a podcast a week, there will be one more episode released before this trip happens. Yeah. And... I don't know that we're going to have much more detail than that. Yeah, and uh, like Kyle said, social media is the best way. So if you're not following us, uh, do so on Twitter, at Stephen Kyle, Facebook.com slash Stephen Kyle. And once we're on the ground, well, I would imagine that we'll probably start live tweeting or, or whatever early in the day. From yeah. the minute we hop in the car, we're yeah. going to be updating people. Uh, you'll know as soon as we land where we're going to be. Right. Uh, and it's if no one shows up, I will be... Uh, that would be normal. I would expect that. Yeah, honestly, I don't. I don't need it for validation. If no. you want to come out, say hi, and and like I said, say hi, have a drink, have a meal with us, whatever. What if, that would be amazing. What if this one is the guy... most selfish trip I've ever thought of in my life? Spending money to go to a bar that a TV show from the '80s was based on. What if the guy that left us that crappy negative review shows up oh, and he Kanan. just walk, and he just walks in and he says like. Hey, Steve. Hey, uh, that other guy. And then he leaves. <laughs> Would that ruin your day? Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Well, we got an email from Sean. Or, uh, or I got an email from Sean um, last week in my work email. Yeah, I was account. gonna say if it's a if it's a podcast email, one I don't check it, and <laughs> and two please don't yeah. send us. We stuff have there. gotten one or two. We got a review yeah. there. Yeah, but um, he said, "Do you have plans for your Boston trip?" I live in Boston and have been a listener since your since you first came to Albany. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe somebody's not. Okay, maybe he's Albany. not in Albany, okay. but he's nearby. Maybe uh, if you need recommendations on anything, let me know. I think I will be in town that weekend. You should have asked listeners before you booked flights because I have a spare bedroom you guys could have stayed in if you needed, although you would have had to share a bed. So I replied uh, saying no real plans yet um, other than going to the Cheers bar. Yep. Um, recommendations are always helpful. Yep. And then he, let's see. So he said a couple of questions in order to help develop recommendations. We're going to answer these right now for him. Yep. He's got, let's so this see. is for Sean, right? Yeah. Sean. It's like five questions from Sean. Uh, you will both be drinking and looking to go to the bars and local places to eat, correct? Yes. Yep. I know you said on the podcast, but what times will you be landing and leaving? We're landing at about 9.30 in the yeah, morning, and then land- we leave at like 9.30 at night. Yeah, we land at the 9 a.m. hour. We leave at the 9 a.m. Nine p.m. hour. So, I, so figure- we have to be back to the airport presumably around 7, 7.30. Yeah, yeah, so you figure 10.30 in the morning until 7 at night. Yep. Are, those are pretty much the bookends. Is there anything besides Cheers that you would want to see while you're in town? Boy, I mean, I mean, I'm a history guy. I've talked about that, but I know so that Fenway. Fenway, I would love <laughs> to see Fen. I've, I've, I've been into Fenway once. It was on a road trip ten years ago. Ten years ago, the, uh, or nine years ago, and we snuck in after a game. So everybody, we ended nice. up. We were driving through town, and we found a side street parking space 100 feet from Fenway, and ran in as everybody was letting out. Just walked in, was able to look around for like 30 seconds before security was like, "Hey." You guys got to go. Everybody's got to <laughs> file can't out. just do that. So, yeah, I, I'd love to see. I know they're away. Uh, I looked because I, I looked just in the miracle outside chance they had a day game that maybe yeah. we could go to for a while. But, uh, nope, that they are not away. But I would love to see Fenway. So if you're All telling right. me you know Mr. Fenway oh, and can get us in Fenway, yep. uh, please do. Please pull those strings. Uh, since it is so short, I assume you don't want to travel too far away from downtown. Right. To like good breweries that are fifteen minute drive out of town, is that correct? Probably. Probably. Yeah, I I mean Although who knows? If we hit up the two uh the two cheers bars yeah. and it's only like one o'clock. Right. Then I, and I've texted you the only other thing I think would be cool to do that I would love to do is I wanna go to the L Street Tavern, which is on the south side yes. and get a picture of you on the outside window. With a phone number on it, so you <laughs> can look at the camera the and say, "How do you like them apples yes. from Goodwill Hunting?" Oh. That's the bar that scene was shot at. Uh, I think that, and I also looked at, and I think I sent you the link to uh, the bench that a, ma- oh, yeah. a major scene is yep. in the Boston Public Boston Public Garden. Those are those are just ideas I had had because mm-hmm. I know I love Goodwill. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, and obviously, Cheers. Uh, that's the main reason we're going. I'm just, I'm just gonna. The whole time we're there, I'm going to be looking people in the eye and saying, "It's not your fault." <laughs> should it's we? Not your fault. Should we reenact that scene on the bench? The Robin. It's now. I think it's now called the Robin Williams bench. Yeah. We should reenact that scene and just have the other person crumble into their arms. I'm sure no one's done that before. No, that's a first. And then final question from Sean. I think it's one of the uh, probably the most important question. Is walking an issue for Kyle? Um, I don't think it. 
that is the final weekend before I go back to work. Okay. I go back to work that Wednesday, July July 26th. I think we need to get you some... Like one of those little scooters, the knee scooters. I'm gonna be. I, I'm actually gonna buy. I think compression socks because my the pain isn't a real problem. I can, but I'm I can't walk miles. Okay. I mean, one, I'm slow, so I'm gonna only hold us up. Uh, but you know, so if we're if parked we're, somewhere and we hey, okay, you know, we're a quarter or half mile away, I can do that. Okay. But my foot's gonna swell up like an absolute what cinder about, block. What about at the airport, running for a flight? What if we have a last minute gate change? I'll be okay. I'll make it work. Because okay. I'm leaving I, you. I, I might need just, some assistance. I'm leaving you. In the I might dust. need some airport assistance now, I don't know on that one. I don't know whose car we're taking. Yeah, we haven't talked but, about um, Listen, these logistics have not even been remotely discussed. But here's what we have to do. We we If it's my car, I'm giving you a key and I'm keeping a key. Yeah. If it's your car, you keep a key, give me a key. Okay. So that way we both have keys to each other's cars. Okay. So, hey, if you miss the flight, sorry, man. I'm going home. But I am, I am flying back. I'm hopping in your car and I'm driving it home. <laughs> You'll have to take an Uber back. Yeah, from no, that's Detroit. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, the only, uh, yeah, you know, I like I said, I just can't. It's not like I can walk a five k right now. Uh, but if we have to park somewhere, like hey, one spot's half mile that way or a quarter mile that way, I can I can do mm-hmm. that. It's not like I, but you know, I'm also going to bring my handicap tag. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, that'll, yeah, that'll get us all the good spots. So, um, yeah, maybe I should, you know. Uh, Exaggerate the limp a little bit in the airport. Maybe get priority Bring boarding. Crutch. Bring a crutch. But then I got to carry the crutch <laughs> the whole day. Yeah, but you just leave it in the car. Oh, yeah, that's right. We are. Oh, yeah. boy. That's an option. Now, now, it's been pointed out to us on social media that you are you booked the shortest flight possible, like yep. the shortest turnaround, and you're not checking any bags. You're going to be flagged by TSA. Yeah. That's... Plus, plus, we're going to be like, because we're leaving pretty late. We're going to be sprinting up to the gate like right last minute, so we're already yeah. going to look suspicious. Yeah, boy, I'm still thinking about bringing one of those like I don't even know if I have one. One of those like zip tied knapsacks that go around your back. I think just fanny pack. You think just fanny pack? Yeah. Okay. You got a Cheers fanny pack? I'm sure, there's a Cheers I'm sure fanny there's pack. one out there. Let's find out. Right but now. that I'd essentially just bring that for. I don't even know what. Just to have a few, like carry some my wallet and stuff in, just so it doesn't look so ridiculous. At least I have something to put on the conveyor belt through security instead yeah. of wait. You don't have anything? Nope. All good. Need to check my shoes, officer. Uh, man. Surprisingly, it doesn't look like you can get a Cheers fanny pack. Wow. I may have to go to the aftermarket for it. Yeah. Yeah. We know enough people who uh make fanny packs <laughs> so do we do you, you sew those they're <laughs> like gonna iron on right um speak- but yeah so uh uh on twitter at Stephen kyle yep. facebook.com slash Stephen kyle and uh if you're one of the few that's gonna join us hey you may even get to ride around with us in our fancy rental car because there's gonna be so few people right <laughs> I mean, you know, we you know may what? as well. We need to shoot. We we briefly mentioned it. We need to shoot to have at least a little bit of garbage merch. Yeah, to bring there. So that's the only. So we're not going to bring any clothes. We're going to carry on garbage merch. But I'm going to have like a bag of buttons. Yep, a bag of buttons and a bag of stickers. Okay. <laughs> because yeah, that's that's the things bring, we were briefly we're looking at yesterday. Was 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 make our own garbage merch quick. Yeah. Um, we may have to figure something like that out. So if you show up, I can give you some nonsense. 
<laughs> yeah, we don't have anything like shirts yet. Shirts is going to take hired help. Yeah, we're not. I don't, I don't have a screen printer. I don't. I'm not going to mess with that. I'm going to hire that out. Yeah, you know, I want to get our faces stamped on the front with maybe the logo on, or not our logo, uh, but the name on the neckline type mm-hmm. of thing. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we could start. Maybe we could do like a tour shirt. But Boston's the only stop. It's the only one on there. So, so the Steve and Kyle podcast tour 2017. Boston, July 22nd. And that's the only spot. And a little box with a little check mark. In well, it. yeah, a box with a check mark, but then like overlaid in the background has to be a map of the United States. And that's the only one that has like a there's red just, dot. This is one little star. On right. It. We need to make that. If you're a screen printer and you can help oh, us with, that the, would be with the podcast tour shirt. Yeah, we only need like... What, four of them? Maybe. maybe. Two for us. Yeah. <laughs> two for well, the other two one people. One for me, one for Annette. Yeah. It, one for you, one for Katie. This is the most serious plea. And I know a couple people have messaged us, and I'm sorry we've fallen, kind of it's fallen by the wayside. If you are in the business of screen printing shirts or know somebody who can do it for us on the relative cheap, just because these are obviously a limited edition item, yeah. Uh, please send us another message on our social media somewhere, and we will get in contact. We'll pony up to have some of these made if I, need be. Yeah, I think that the front has to have uh, the logo on it. Like, the front has a small I was small thinking, logo. like, the whole thing. Oh, okay. Like, our faces. So you're thinking, like, full-on band. But not band. a bad idea just to have right. it, like, uh, where a shirt pocket would be. Yeah. Like, have the show logo. Yeah. And then okay. on the back, you have the big map of the U.S. Yep. Uh, all outlined in white. A little red dot on Boston. And then the and date. Like, tour 2017. Just Boston. <laughs> July 22nd. That's it. That's it. Well, and I guess we technically we could put like all stops in between too, like Detroit. July 22nd? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Early July 22nd. Right. And then late Please. July 22nd. So seriously, if you're willing to do that for us, if you're willing to do it for free, you can slap whatever company logo you want on the, on the sleeve or whatever. Well. Please feel free. Let us know. Otherwise, we'll pay... Uh, but please let us know what it would take to get those made. And turnaround is pretty quick. Yeah. If you're hearing this, we'll put the call out on social media too. But if you're hearing this early, obviously we it's Saturday, July 22nd that we depart. We would need all that stuff that yeah. day before at yeah. the latest. And you'd have to do all the design work. We'll send you a logo. We'll send you the logo. But yeah, I mean, I can. we just described it. I can draw you a crude outline of the United States if you want. <laughs> it's going to be a waste of your time and yeah. mine. You know what? That's the idea we're looking for. And I, I, we're not saying this to be to be dicks. You are much more creative than we are. Somebody oh, yeah. spent time. I wouldn't even know how to do what that person did last week, where they cut our heads out of our logo and put us on a Purell thing, <laughs> oh, yeah. and uh, and another like a uh, tabletop cleaner yeah. can. Like there are creative people out there, much more creative yeah. than than you and I. Yeah, no I'm disrespect. I am not one of them. But please, please help us so we can provide those few people who are wasting valuable, valuable time to come see our stupid faces in a foreign city. So we're going to be boarding a plane. Yep. They're going to search our bags and see that we have shirts with with our faces on them. Yep. Everything that we're going to have in our bag is going to have us on them. Yeah. They're going to think we're starting a propaganda scheme (laughs) in Boston. Like like we're dropping leaflets to win the hearts and minds. Well, if they give us any trouble, we'll just say, let's take a t-shirt there. (laughs) Go ahead. You know, you're taking it from a listener, but you know, grab one, grab one of your size. And that's the thing too. We'll need uh, we uh, varying sizes would be great. I think for Steve and I, we'd both uh, look for a large. Yeah. And then, but we can make that order. 
Yeah. Well, how about this? How about if you're planning on showing up, yes. just send us your size. Please early. do. Send us your t-shirt size. So we'll figure we'll it just, out. We'll put in a specific order. Like, That's a good right, point. We need two larges, a medium, and two extra large. This thing is going to be the rarity, the rarest of rarities among the Stephen Kyle podcast. But yeah, we are. Uh, hopefully, we can make that happen. So yeah, Boston trip Saturday, July twenty second. If you're lucky enough, if you beat me there, uh, please try to get an image of me weeping as I walk in. <laughs> And if you want to, you can yell Norm. Uh, when yeah. I walk in the door, that'd be heartwarming. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Even though we we I just got back from vacation. I was in Denver for uh, yeah. like five days. And well, then, I think your vacation was a little different. Yours was a little more pleasant and relaxed, not a whirlwind uh, stay awake for 24 hours. Yeah, no, not at all. It was uh, I was in Denver for five days and then... Came back, was back to work for a couple of days, and yeah. then went camping this past weekend. So it's been I've been in this house like uh, like three nights out of the last two weeks or well, so. Well, right, and before that, it was ridiculous with travel yeah. for for your side gig as well. Yeah, yeah. So finally, we're at a point where things are starting to settle down a bit, yep. which is crazy because now we're looking at the calendar. We're like four months out from the wedding. We're like, oh, oh boy. Crap. Still got a lot of stuff we have to do. Sneaking up on you, right? And then, we, yeah, and then it just on a whim, we decided to throw in, "Hey, let's look for a house and move too." Yeah, boy, that's a per- that's a weird personal decision yeah. you guys made. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't wasn't the best, but uh, yeah, we'll see how it works. But yeah, I was in in Denver, and what a cool city! Have you ever right? Been there? No, I have it's, not. Um, man, just I'm a- trying to think if I even stopped over there. No, because on our way to um, Hawaii, we went. Straight from Minneapolis to Hawaii, then Hawaii mm-hmm. to L.A. to Chicago or to Minneapolis. So, no, I skipped right over Denver unless I had a few minutes there on the way to Vegas one time. But, I, I mean, I've heard nothing but great things about it. It's uh, awesome. I think I've mentioned we didn't know anything about it before you had left. We talked nothing. Before, our last podcast before all this happened, you know, a year ago. <laughs> and I follow-up question is there just marijuana on every street corner and in the airport? Oh yeah, I think we're the only ones that weren't high. Okay, in in the entire. Is city. it like just a, a a permanent kind of smell that like permeates um, the city? Well, we were walking. We stayed in a hotel. We stayed in the Crown Plaza Hotel, which was um, kind of right in the middle of downtown, a couple blocks to like the convention center and all of that stuff, and then a couple blocks the other way was uh, the Sixteenth Street Mall. I think is what it's called. Okay. And it's basically just 16th street and it's just shops, restaurants, bars all along there. Right. And, um, that's kind of like the main drag. There's this free shuttle that runs up and down. Like every five minutes you can hop on a shuttle, really? ride it for free. And it takes you from one end to the other. And then, I mean, you could sit on the thing all day if you want and it just loops around and keeps making that, making that, uh, huh. that trek public transit. But yeah, Working. it was it was surprisingly easy to get a to get around there. We also they have uh, like those bike share programs. So we, yeah, yeah, we rented the bikes one day. Uh, does that just where you walk up to a bike rack and yeah. that you know that you have the key or whatever to unlock one? You uh, they just have a credit card, uh, credit oh, card right thing, on the th- like a little a little oh, deal. Okay. There's a little kiosk right on the end of it. So you scan your card. You they they have a couple different options for like do you want it for 24 hours right. or do you want it for so. We, uh, yeah, the one day we decided we're like, let's just rent bikes and ride around. So we didn't want to, it was like $36 if you wanted a bike for 24 hours. I'm like, ah, that's kind of expensive. We don't need it that long. So no, they had another option where it was $9 for 24 hours, but you had to, you couldn't just keep the bike all day. 
You had to you check had, it in every... You had to dock it every half hour. Oh, boy. Which... Um, What's the purpose of that, I guess? Because they just don't want you monopolizing one bike the whole time. So it worked out perfect for what we were doing because we, there were like four places we wanted to go to. So we just mapped it out. We're like, well, if we go here, there's a bike rack right there. So we pedaled over there, docked our bikes, walked around, came back, hopped on another bike, rode it to another place, hmm. hopped off, docked the bike. So we, we rode around all day. We checked out three or four different places. And then uh, we wanted to go to this. It was called like River North. River North Art District. Okay. And, uh, and they had left a book in our hotel room. It was like, see everything in Denver. So it flipped through the book, and it's like, this is a great place for nightlife. This is great for art. This is great for, uh, you know, finding a great meal. Right. So Annette looked it up. She's like, oh, this River North Art District or art area or whatever, this sounds really cool. So we looked it up on the – we're looking at a map on our phone. I was like, all right, well, let's head to the river. There's a bike path that runs all along the river. Yeah. Head to the river, turn north. So we did that, and there's just all these cool little shops and everything. We're going through these really cool neighborhoods, and you can tell, like, a lot of it's really hipster, and there's, like, just these eclectic places. And yeah. And we're like, man, this is really cool. And then uh, it started to turn a little bit darker, and we're like, boy, this area is not uh, – okay, that's a, that's a homeless camp right there, and, uh, boy, that's uh, – Boy, I'm not as, I'm actually terrified right now. Not as bright so, and upbeat as during so, the daylight. So, like, yeah, we're shifting those bikes into high gear, and we're both like just <laughs> hauling, hauling ass, right? Trucking through, and then we finally we end up at the little exit ramp where we're supposed to get off at, and we get there, and we're like, "This is not." I don't. That book was lying. <laughs> this is a bad area. Yeah, there. It's like yeah. It's like how they're just trying to make it like, hey, come see our beautiful city. I had heard that yeah. there's a pretty big homeless issue in there Denver. Is. Yeah, there's a, a shockingly large homeless population there. Man. So you so you Which, got to see the city proper. <laughs> we got to see the city proper. Now, did you do? I saw a picture. Did you guys do some hiking? Is it, we did. Is it a hike to get out to the to that area? Yeah. Um well, when we went out, we decided that we wanted to go out to Red Rocks. Right, which, which is, is a famous a, destination. Yeah, it's a, like the, the, the state park, mm-hmm. and it's also home to Red Rocks Amphitheater, mm-hmm. which is every picture you see from Red Rocks, you're like, oh, man, I need to see a show there. That's cool. That place, I mean, it's like basically carved into the side of the rocks. Right. And um, seats probably between eight and 10,000. Oh, wow, that's and it's big. Just, yeah, it's just amphitheater style, so like... We we drove over there. We're like, well, let's walk because we knew that you could like go there and walk through and check the place out earlier in the day. And then if they have shows at night, they kick you off by like five o'clock. So we go over there, and our intention was we had like hiking stuff. We had like a, you know outdoor stuff on because there were all these different hiking trails there and everything. So we get there, we walk into the amphitheater, and we're just like, first of all, we pulled up in the parking lot, and I got out of the car and remember you're five thousand feet above sea level. So I get out of the car and uh the the parking lot is it's on I mean nothing is flat. Everything everywhere you're going is uphill, downhill, you're on an incline. Right. So we got out of the car and the car was parked on a slight incline and I almost fell over because I had like this weird yeah, it hits you, vertigo right? light air. Yeah, vertigo light air. So I was just like, Whoa, okay. I need to take a couple deep breaths. Yeah. But Got over it pretty quickly. We walk through the amphitheater, and we're just standing there, and we're both like, 
we need to see a show here. This is incredible. So we went on a little hike uh, up through some of the trails. And I mean, like, it's crazy that no matter where you go, the views, they just keep getting better. Yeah. So we get back to the car and I had posted a picture of us. You can see the amphitheater in the background and we're like on top of this hill. Yeah. And I, you know, I said like greetings from Red Rocks or something. Well, a friend of mine, uh, he replied to it right away. A friend of mine from high school. He's like, are you in town for the Umphreys shows? I'm like, what? I don't know what that means. And uh, he, he replies. I mean, he, he has this mentality that you would be like a groupie <laughs> of anybody. Well, his follow-up line was like, Umphreys McGee, I'm a huge fanboy. Uh, and I, I've, I think he had seen them before at Red Rock. Right. And I said, no, why? And he's like, oh, well, they're doing, they're doing three shows there. They did last night, tonight, and tomorrow. And he said, I'd recommend going to see them if you can. And then a bunch of other people were like, oh, man, see whatever show you can at Red Rocks. If you're there, if there's a show tonight or whenever, go see that show. Yeah. I'm like, all right. So Annette and I are like, well, what do you think? Yeah, let's let's see a show. Why not? So we got back to our hotel, looked it up, and uh, there were still tickets available for that night, but we were pretty beat at that point. Right. Like, let's and then just you do quick it. turnaround. You, yeah. you know, like you said, you're in your outdoor clothes. Like, let's do it tomorrow. So we bought tickets, got up the next day. We did a bunch of stuff during the day, drove yeah. around, saw, did some more sightseeing, and uh, drove back out to Red Rocks. So we pull into the parking lot, and it's just like, I mean, all you smell is weed. Which I expected for a show at Red Rocks. Now I right. knew I knew nothing about the band Umphreys McGee, which is who my friend was referencing when he asked if we were there for the Umphreys yeah, show. I'd heard the name, and I I'd know heard, they did they had a show in. The only reason I heard the name is because they they did a show in our town recently at a new venue. That's the only reason I was familiar with them. I had heard of them before, and uh, in my mind they were um, you associated them with like the band Fish. The band Mo, like those jam band type bands. Exactly. Those yeah, where you don't know where one song ends and another one begins. I always thought that these guys were like in my mind, for some reason I also associated them with the Grateful Dead. I'm like, oh, these guys, they must be like seventy year old guys that have been like on the road since the sixties and they're right. just like they don't know where they hey are. Guys, this is our final tour ever. Yeah. We just wanted to say thanks for the years of support. Yeah. You know, I got my nice two-bedroom ranch to go home to from 40 years of marginal talent. <laughs> this one's for Jerry Garcia, man. Right. And then... Yeah. And again, the guitar hits. You never know when it stops yeah. because you don't know when one song is. So we get there, and we're walking through the parking lot, making our way up to the... First of all, we parked in... If you ever go to Red Rocks, take my word on this, do not park in the lower lot because... There's no easy way to get up there except for walk. And it's like you're climbing a ladder right. the whole way to get up there. And uh, so park in the upper lot, even if it costs a million dollars. It was so bad, by the way, that where we parked in the lower lot, there were cabs lined up offering to drive people to the upper lot for, 10, for $10. Wow. It's not that it was so far. It's just so steep to get up there. So, no kidding. So what you're saying is uh, the Kyle Fund for Disabled Americans might have a gripe. This, uh, yeah, this place was not very ADA hmm. friendly. All right, well, maybe I'll have to make a visit. You know, I'm a spokesperson now. Of course, yeah. Like, I'm I'm the new face of the organization to get equal rights <laughs> for all of us with floppy feet. 
<laughs> so, so we finally make our way up there, and you can tell that we're not fans of the band. And uh, why can, is that, Steve? Is it because you were dressed like a normal adult? No, you can tell this because we were there for the opening act. Whereas, like, we're looking around and we're like, boy, there's like no one here. I'm in a place that seats ten thousand to ten thousand, right. and it's not like a, a, a an arena that you would go to now, where it's like there are different levels and like some boxes. So it's like you don't really get a good idea. It's, I mean, it's row one to row seventy. There's no like, there's there's no different areas, different sections. Okay. It's just row one to row seventy, seat one to seat one hundred fifty in each row. Wow. So if you have to, you know, if you have to pee in your seat seventy, you're like, well, luckily, All right. luckily the rows are as wide as like this. They're a couple feet wide, oh, okay. so you can be standing there. And somebody can easily walk past you. You're never asking people like, get oh, up, sorry, hey, move, excuse me, excuse right? Me. Okay, perfect. So we're sitting there. We watch the opener. The opener was really good, and uh, and then it, the place starts to fill up. And then I see these like five guys come on stage, and I'm like, yeah, so like, we're like forty five. Another opener. Forty three. That's what I thought. Opener, I was right? like, God, I guess they maybe they, they got another band coming on playing. Playing twenty minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, as soon as, with the first bing, everyone's like, and the stupid oh. dancing started, and it did not stop. Like hippie, hippie, like just like, wave your yeah, body. Exactly. Oh, there was boy. a guy standing next to us, and he had the craziest smile on his face. Where I can only describe it as like axe murderer. Like, whereas, like you know, his mouth is he doesn't blink. And his eyes are wide open, and he's just staring at you, and he's got this big grin on his face. Oh, boy. And he's just dancing, like, moving his arms up and down, but, like, just focused, so focused. And look, <laughs> I don't take anything away from that guy. That guy was having a blast. He was enjoying himself Every, to the fullest extent. Everyone there was having a great time. Um, maybe, Well, maybe <laughs> everyone but two people were having a great time. Oh, no. Did you find another couple on the other side of the <laughs> arena who was not enjoying themselves? No, no. Um, it, well, you know, it's unfair for me to say because we had a good time. I don't, I don't particularly care for the band Umphreys McGee is what I figured what out. you say particularly care for? I mean, did you, did you download a few iTunes of their biggest hits? No. I'd, I'd be curious. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard an Umphreys hard to say umphreys mcgee song um the thing that they i mean look they're obviously great musicians well they uh, yeah you carve out a career and you, you're you're playing venues like that even if you half fill that you're doing okay they were doing three nights in a row at red yeah. rocks like so a, they have they have a huge following everybody that was there is a diehard fan of this band like no, there wasn't anyone who was seeing them for the first time. Yeah, well, except for except for two of you. Well, except for two, yeah, except for the two. Um, and but for me, like, I'm watching this show, and Annette summarized it perfectly after the show when we were when we were leaving. Uh, well, actually, when we were leaving during the show, <laughs> oh, you gotta, <laughs> beat, gotta beat that traffic. We didn't, we didn't stick around for the end of it. But she said she's like even she's like the show was fine. But even if if somebody said to me, like, oh, did they put on a good show? She's like, I'd have to say no. Because they went up there and they played, but there wasn't anything that, like, blew me away. Right. There was nothing. There was no, like, 
crazy guitar solo, or there wasn't any time where like, you know, the lead singer was really showing passion and got everybody involved. Right. And, and like even bands, the, most touring bands will even do one cover song mm-hmm. nowadays where you'll be like, Oh, Hey, that's whatever by, you know, they may have, they may have done a cover. But yeah, exactly. It would have, it would have been a cover of something you had no idea. Yeah. So they went on, I think they went on stage at seven forty seven PM. I remember. Right. I just remember. I happened to look at my phone. Yeah, right as they, they were, were walking out. on the pretty, stage. Uh, it's pretty early. So, well, I think that at Red Rocks, since it's a state park, I believe Ooh, that there are, there are curfew. curfew curfew laws. So they come out on stage. They started playing at seven forty seven. At nine o'clock, I was like, okay, well, these guys are you know they're been playing for an hour and fifteen minutes at this point. He says, lead singer goes, all right, gonna take a short intermission. And I, I was like, "What?" You know, you said you said they're in their forties ish, mm-hmm. whatever, middle yeah. age, and they're gonna, huh? I was like, "Oh, was it hot?" Yeah. I mean, it's not like they didn't know what the weather was like. Before. Right, right. I mean, the only thing I could even think of if it was like a hundred and five degrees, no, no, and no. then they had no, you know the a, stage light. No, it was actually it, it was kind of cool that night. It was probably in the low seventies or so. It was a it was a great night to wow. be out there. Uh, he says, yeah, we're going to take an intermission. And I was like, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a band take an intermission. I've seen intermissions between bands, but. Well, yeah. Especially for setup. You've but... only been playing for an hour and 15 minutes. What are you, what, why are you taking an intermission? Why are you taking a break already? Well, for the most part, with a lot of major acts, an hour and 15 to an hour 30 is the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so I, yeah, I mean, I guess if you look at the look at it that way, okay, then yeah, you've played for an hour and fifteen. Well, minutes. but still, you don't. I don't know. They took a half hour intermission. Oh, it was for, a, come, it was come eight, on, because I looked at my phone again at nine thirty. They finally came back out and started playing again, and Annette and I were like, "All right, we're giving this till nine forty-five. So we were nine forty-five. We were out the door. We left, and uh, it was. It was awesome to see to see a show at Red right. Rocks. I just well, the, wish the scenery. I, I just wish it had been a band I liked. Oh man! Like if yeah, I jam gone, bands are never going to be for me. No. And that sounds what you just described sounds torturous to me. It was. I I feel bad saying that because I I genuinely I had a good time. Right, but it was uh, I was a little disappointed. The, uh, the whole intermission thing really bugged me. Like, what are you doing? You just got on stage. Right. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'll never understand. I think I think I've heard of one musician taking an intermission, and that's a man in like his mid seventies and who's been in you know, in the rock and roll scene for forty years. It's Bob like Seeger. Yeah, Seeger. But yeah. that's also because he's in his seventies and he's obese now. <laughs> yeah. And he's by himself up there belting out rock classics. You're you're either Umphrey or McGee. <laughs> you don't need an intermission. Uh well the thing is I compare it to like when I I've seen Springsteen a bunch of times. That dude plays three and a half hours he's in the sixties straight. No intermission. Right. Doesn't slow down at all. Man. Yeah. It was uh, it was a little disappointing, but still had a good time regardless. I'm trying to pull up this picture just so I can show you. Uh, this one is, of the standouts. This is our. This is where we were. We right. were seated. Now, 
there's a man. Where is he? Look for a man. Boy, not particularly uh, hippie. Well, for the most part, I see a girl with a oh yeah, stupid this stupid cowboy well, this hat. Is, don't worry, it got much more. But pay special attention. Oh boy, is that a? <laughs> oh, that's a man. That's a man. Is that a dress? Uh, hold on. You know, I'm gonna take a quick crop it screen, screenshot here, and now I'm gonna pull this picture up so I can zoom in on it. Wow, okay. Um so that appears to be a handlebar mustache. Boy is it. On a well, it's either a ponytail or a mullet. It's a mullet. In a dress. In a I believe that would be I don't know if that's a romper. I'm not sure if it's a romper. I don't see like I guess it, you wouldn't be able to tell like a divider between the legs because it looks like a dress that comes up to the middle of his thigh. Mm-hmm. And this right here is that a hole? This is not uh, a design on the front of the dress. That is his belly sticking okay, out. Okay, so that is a hole. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That and incredible? that guy came to get some, huh? I tried to get a picture. Well, I I shouldn't say I tried. I chickened out getting a picture because I said to Annette, I was like, he was walking all over the place. And oh, he okay. was like the guy that everybody knew. Oh, okay. So everybody's like, hey, man, it's you, it's you. And wow. I said to Annette, I was like, next time he walks by, I got to get a picture with him. And then, so she like nudged me. She's like, here he comes, here he comes. He was walking up the steps and I'm like, no, I can't, I can't do it. Can't do it anymore. I can't do it. Because we were seated right on the end. We were seated in seats one and two. But yeah, that guy. You oh, know it's like Kudos it's like to his confidence. Yeah, you found it. Yeah. You found the elusive Sasquatch. Yeah. But um, despite the show not being the best, um, I would still highly recommend if you are in Colorado, Go to Red Rocks. Yeah, that looks neat. It's, in a, it's a beautiful place, and as it gets darker out there, it only becomes better. Wow. But such a cool place. So all overall, the trip, worth it? Experience what you yeah, wanted to experience? trip was great. I had, a, I had a blast. We had a really good time. We want to go back. Um, we also checked out Boulder during the day one day, and that was a lot of fun. And uh, walked around a lot. We just we just saw as much as we could. We, right. probably, we could have seen more, um, but... You know, it's traveling takes right. it out of you. Plus the oh, yeah. two-hour two time change. It was uh, yeah, always it was, beats you down. So I know I'll probably take a lot of heat for for not liking. Well, yeah, you're not an Umphreys fan, for not, man. Just for think not of, showing umph love, what? which uh, is a sticker that everybody oh, get and their out mothers of here. seem to have. Really, umph love. What um, what would you say? Like well, you describe him as a jam band. What was your favorite portion of the show, Steve? I, I guess, um, I, I think that they're all good musicians. <laughs> so there was like, hey, that guy looks like he can play the keyboard. Yeah, or look at, look that guy's a nice rhythm guitar. Yeah, they but were collectively. But man, the lead singer, he just had this look on his face the whole time that made me not like him. <laughs> which is which seems unfair but like even during the point when uh one of the guys um it was his parents anniversary one of the dudes in the band so they played a song and uh he comes up to the mic and he says oh that's for my parents celebrating 40 years of marriage right happy anniversary mom and dad and no then, then like the lead singer comes up to the mic and in the most insincere voice he goes yeah if uh if it wasn't for them it wouldn't be for whatever the guy's name is like if it wasn't for them it wouldn't be for don wasn't for Don, there'd be no Umphreys McGee. And then they just start playing. Oh again. boy! I'm just like, 
you that is the least sincere thing I've yeah. ever heard. No kidding. Well, that was we. It's been so long since we've recorded mm-hmm. that that is vacation one of two since we've <laughs> last uh, last been in the studio. Yeah. So you said you went camping in yeah. the great northern side of Michigan. Yeah, yeah. We went. Uh, it was one of Annette's friends' birthdays. So. Oh, okay. So they uh, there was an occasion. There. Yeah. So she she lives in Wisconsin with her boyfriend, and they drove over here and went up to beautiful Traverse City, Michigan, yep. and, uh, Sleeping Bear Dunes area. We. Uh, we were at, and um, that was a fun trip. So we were just there for from like Saturday morning to Sunday, right? So it's just a quick hit and run trip. So yesterday we we woke up and we're sitting around the fire. We had just made breakfast, and Mike, who is uh, Rachel's boyfriend, Rachel, the one uh, that that's Annette's friend from college. So Mike had they they're like full on campers. They have all the gear. They have everything. They have this beautiful tent, and they have like you know they open up their 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 like big uh big plastic container and it's got like all the little tools you need and a little camp stove. Uh, but camping got, extraordinaire then, oh, right? Oh dude, they have everything. They are so prepared. But meanwhile, Annette and I show up we're like, "I got a pillow. Okay, uh, I got a blanket. <laughs> got this pup tent." <laughs> yeah. So, we're uh we had finished finished breakfast and we're all we're just kind of straightening everything up and getting ready to leave because we wanted to stop in a f- couple places on the way home. Mike has this little, um, like this little hatchet and it's a little thing. It's probably no more than six inches long, little tiny hatchet, just good for like chopping up little pieces of kindling and chopping twigs and everything. Don't worry. That was my computer telling me that my car payments do. Um, so he's just sitting there. He's, he's like cutting up some wood for, uh, for, for the fire that they're going to have later that night. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, cool, let me see that hatchet. So he hands it to me. And I'm standing four feet from a tree. And I just go, throw the thing. I was like, think I can make it stick in this tree? (laughs) Throw it, bounces off. So after like three tries, it finally sticks. And again, I'm standing four feet away from it. Like my arm motion when I throw it probably covers half the distance. (laughs) So hey, it's not going to stop you from, you know, looking like a badass. Well, well. Fast forward 10 minutes. Oh, boy. We're throwing this thing a clear 25 feet. <laughs> um, to the point where this conversation took place when a park ranger pulled up in a golf cart. And they said, we have reports that you're throwing hatchets at trees. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, first of all, who's the busybody who's the narc? that goes and tells the park ranger who already not a soul on this planet. Mm likes a park ranger no you suck <laughs> okay <laughs> i felt bad because uh it was like an 18 year old girl who was obviously just it didn't want to like, do it it was her summer her summer internship oh, with the God. state but i'm looking around and the people at the campsite next to us had already left they got out of there early in the morning wow. people on the other side of us uh their campsite was still set up but they weren't there and then there were like three other ones who it definitely couldn't have been. And then there's one. And I'm looking across. I'm like, boy, all those people over there sure seem interested in this conversation that we're having right now. Huh. So I just look at them. <laughs> like, I'm the, I'm holding the hatchet in my right. hand. Like, wait, uh-uh. The woman says, oh, we got some reports that you're throwing hatchets at trees. <laughs> and I, I look at the hatchet in my hand. I'm like, well, I can't lie to you, ma'am. It was us. <laughs> I don't know. 
We want to check that camp over there, but uh, we haven't heard anything. So she says, well, normally that's a ticketable offense. Oh, come on. (laughs) But uh, you're the worst. I'll just let you off with a warning. (laughs) Sounds good. Sorry to... Sorry to disturb you, ma'am. Sorry to cause problems yeah. on Sunday morning. Well, how, does it, how did it feel to be war- warned by an 18-year-old girl? Oh, boy. It was very, very demoralizing. Right, right. That's never a good feeling, man. So, so she, you got to be a buzzkill, right, Steve? So she takes off on her golf cart, and I just look over, and I'm like, who's the narc? <laughs> Who did it? <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, so our, our, our like, hatchet-throwing days are over. I am here to camp in peace, and I... Don't want anybody to make any noise. Now, those are the same people that if you had a fire later than 10 o'clock, they're going to notify yeah. them and say, hey, they're having uh, some human vo- volume level chit chat over there. Can you nip that in the bud for me? Now, this may sound strange for me to say, but believe it or not, we were considerate with our hatchet throwing. Well, you weren't throwing in the direction of a person. We weren't throwing at people, and whenever somebody would walk or ride their bike or run by on the little yeah. path, we would stop. Yeah. So there were zero times that it even came remotely close to hitting another person. I'll never get that mentality like, well, i got to take care of this. Yeah. I can't let them do that. There, I'm surely there must be a violation and what they're next doing. thing you know, there's going to be dead kids. Right. You, this leads to Nazism. This is <laughs> the next step. You throw a hatchet once, you're in the Gestapo tomorrow, okay? <laughs> and I won't let that happen. So, oh, yeah, man. Luckily, luckily, we didn't get a ticket. Got to keep our hatchet. Whoa. Can you imagine if she confiscated the hatchet? I'm sure that we're in some kind of book, though. Right. There's some kind of flyer hanging up. Right. Every time you try to camp, like, I keep an extra eye on this one. Yeah. Oh, there's old old hatchets back. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) My car keys. What'd you do What did I get for moving my hand? (laughs) Um, So, but other than that, camping went smooth. Other than that, camping went smooth. I don't know Uh, if I've told you, there's not much more in the world I hate than camping. I know you're not a fan. I, I like it. Um. I think I like it for... Were there two nights? No, it was only one Just night. Just one. Yeah, I'm max max three nights, I think. I don't even... Actually, I don't that's, know that's, if I've ever okay. done three-night camping. Um, I would say one is good, two is pushing the limit, three, maybe. Right. But uh, I don't want to do any more than three. I just can't stand... I think I probably talked about it before on the podcast about so much work of loading up, Boy, setting it. up... And then when you get home, you realize, oh, hey, everything I have smells of smoke and has stinks. dirt. Everything. everything has to be in the laundry. Oh, wait, I have to unpack all of these, all the bedding, all of these kitchen mm-hmm. and you know utensils that's, and things like that. That's why the, oh. the key is to go with camping pros. They mm-hmm. had everything. So everything was theirs. Even the tent. We stay, They have a big tent. Oh, okay. Slept four. So I helped Mike set up the tent when we got there. I didn't have to help take it down this morning when right. they left. Yeah, you were they, gone. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and they have all the gear. I didn't have to worry about any of that. Sure, we helped clean up a little bit and right. put stuff back in boxes and everything. But, wow. yeah, I, was, I don't I don't want all of that crap. Yeah, no, I, I can't do it. And I feel bad because I know Katie likes it. But, uh, oof. Set up a tent in the backyard. I'll go for a night. Like you said, I will go for a night somewhere. Like we, if we can leave somewhere early in the day. Go up there for that full day type mm-hmm. of thing. I, man, when it's two nights, I just miss my bed. I miss civilization. Yeah. I miss, oh, hey, 
a shower that's, you know, inside that I don't have to wear flip-flops to and from. The thing that I don't like is every single thing is this massively involved process. Has to be. Want to make breakfast. Okay, go get the trunk out. Open it up. Okay, I need this and I need this. I got to make this all over a stupid fire. Yep. Which I'm not a caveman. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. And it's, then it's you spend mu- you spend an hour doing it because it's uh, it's very inconvenient, and then you're done. You're like, oh, let's uh, let me run over to the bathroom. Oh, can't do that until I pack up all of my stuff so right. no one steals it while I'm gone for ten minutes. It's unreal. I don't know. I get the people who enjoy it, and I understand. Like, oh, you're outside. You get to be with with nature. I love that part. I just hate all the the, the, the minutiae yeah, around all the it. It's awful. That goes along with it. Awful. Like, oh, it's going to rain. I Like, when it starts raining and I'm at my house, I just walk in my house. Yeah. When I'm camping, I have to, like, rebuild my house yeah. to make sure that no make water Make sure nothing it. is outside of the water radius. Oh, it's atrocious. Yeah. Man. Well, while you were taking your uh, while you were taking your camping and your, your Denver trip, I also had a little vacation of my own, Steve. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to do something before I, outside of the Boston trip, before I go back to work. And I'd been meaning to get back up here. I've... Went to the Great Keweenaw Peninsula in northern Michigan, Steve. Mm. Uh, if you're keeping tabs, that is about an eight and a half to nine hour ride from here. Because when you think oh, northern Michigan UP from where we are, you can get there in under four hours. But no, this is as far north in Michigan as you can go. Okay. Now, wait a minute. It's eight and a half hours. Yep. I got a text from you yesterday at 9 a.m. saying that you were three just over three hours away from oh, being right. home. Well so on the way home we split up our trip. Oh okay. we stayed so uh we stayed we went to see to see Pitchard Rocks, which is mm-hmm. incredible and awesome to see. Yeah, beautiful rock cliff formation. Yep. And then we stayed uh just shy of Mackinac the Mackinac Island and Mackinac Bridge, which uh, is the uh, mighty Mac. Which is a gorgeous sight to see also if you ever make it to northern Michigan. And we stayed there, spent the night there, got, you know, your Wait, Mackinac the bridge, fudge. The, do you, the, the bridge is a sight to see? I think so. Going to disagree. It's a bridge. See, I think it's neat. Um, I think everyone from, uh, everyone from here, I mean, people got a lot of, um, I'm going to piss off a whole other group now. I already got Umphreys McGee fans pissed oh, off. Oh, boy, here we now go. I'm going to piss off Michiganders far and wide. But um, it's a bridge. Oh, boy. Not unlike any bridge you're doing it now aren't you (laughs) seriously what's special about it um well what is it isn't it the it's like five miles long longest suspension bridge Mm -hmm. and is the world's 19th longest main span so 19th longest overall i think and the longest suspension bridge in north in the uh, western hemisphere oh 19 huh well 19 overall but longest suspension uh, bridge giving trophies for 19th place now huh I don't know if you heard me. You, uh, I said number one <laughs> suspension. So, you know what? You're you going to have some beef of your own with uh, f- with our friend Wendy, who like, lives and breathes Bridge because yeah. she's from the UP. I guess so. You're gonna. I hope you're ready. You're going to get a pamphlet <laughs> when she listens to this episode. You pre- you prepare yourself to show up for work. And Wendy, please lecture Steve on the gorgeousness and the. Uh, the beauty of the Mackinac Bridge. I don't know. I guess I'm just not. Uh, I don't really care either. Not amazed by by big pieces of no, steel no, I, that I'm cars not a, drive on. I'm not a big bridge guy, but it is. 
it does. If, I mean, obviously, so it connects Michigan's lower and upper peninsula. Mm-hmm. Um, That'd be and, like me being obsessed with like the Lincoln Tunnel. Right. Oh, it's a, it's an engineering feat. Lots of cars drive through it. Right. To get from one state to another. They, um, it is expensive to go over it, but it is, they, they keep it in like immaculate shape. Like they paint it year round and then they just start over the mm-hmm. next year because the weather annihilates it so much. Yeah. I, I would argue the bridge is a sight. I mean, people go up there for it. It stands out at night. You know, they, it's all lit up. Boy, if you drive, I wouldn't drive there so for look that at a bridge. Right. You're a simple, simple person. You know, there's a group of people who, what are those kind of bridges? They're old bridges, and they just cover. They go over like little creeks, but they're. I think it's covered. Oh, bridges. a covered bridge. Yeah. Aren't there yeah, people like who wooden... are fascinated with those? Yeah. Why? Yeah, they're like covered bridge societies. And... Why? I guess. Uh, just because of they're old. Yeah, they're. I mean, that because they're obviously give small. Me, I'll tell you what, give me a covered bridge any day over oh, the Mackinac. Oh, now you've done it. You'd so certainly... you would take a wood structure covering a creek. With a top with a lid on it, over a miles long suspension bridge, Absolutely. covering hemp, covering, uh, uh, connecting two entire Absolutely. masses of land. Absolutely, okay. any day, any day of the week, twice on Sundays. Let me pull up some covered bridges here. Oh wow! Typically wood beams. Design Ooh. effort low. <laughs> on Wikipedia. <laughs> Carries pedestrians, livestock, and vehicles. Span range is typically short. Well, if you want to look at it that way. Well, I guess you know what? There are people who like to go to look at the uh, the trusses protecting the bridges, oh, uh, covered nice. bridges. All wooden pegs. I got a nice picture of uh, bomb gardeners, you know. Oh, of course. Yeah. Baumgartner's <laughs> Covered Bridge. Yeah, of course. That's in a... Well, it spans Lancaster County, uh, Pequa Creek in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. It's county owned and it's maintained, but its official designation is the Pequa Number 10 Bridge. Of course. Everybody knows that. It was listed on the National Register of Historic Places in 1980. Yeah, where's your stupid uh, uh, misspelled name bridge now? <laughs> oh, boy. Hang on. Let's look how long this thing is, guys. 120 feet! Woo! And it is 14 feet wide. I would bet that's just enough for two vehicles to get through, Steve. <laughs> just enough. To restore this thing, they poured 200 grand into this piece of garbage. Hey, you watch it. Covered bridges are a, are just a disaster. If you're a covered bridge... <laughs> Uh, fan like a cover in a, in one of the covered bridge societies, like you mentioned, Steve. Um, yeah, you need to you need to check yourself. I think I might be. I think I might be you a covered bridge in? fan. Yeah, I'm in. I would, like I said, I'd rather yeah, look at that boy. any day of the week. That's so baffling because the Mackinac Bridge. It, I mean, it comes out of you know nothing, and it's very tall and it's very long. But mm. hey, whatever you say, whatever you say. Uh, so no, that's why it was. Uh, that's why we got an early start. I told you a couple weeks ago that so I... You could, so you could bridge gaze. No, we had, we were across the bridge. I'm not dealing with that in the morning traffic. <laughs> so we were on the road We got so we could get home early. Um, but we uh, we visited... So it's it's Houghton. It's Copper Harbor, Keweenaw Peninsula, oh, as Houghton. far north as you can go. You know who lives in Houghton? Who's that? Taj Mihalik. He's the one who designed my bicycle. Oh, really? Yeah, did you see him? I, maybe. There's like 80 people. <laughs> so probably... 
Um, but no, it's, I mean, it's a, it's like a world away because it's so far away from everything else, but it's mm-hmm. beautiful up there. You get cell service up there? No. Nothing, no, it was atrocious. Huh? I, I wow. essentially abandoned the social media for uh, about four or five days for the, for the podcast and everything. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's just difficult to get anything. So, uh, we were able to go up there and visit my friend who went to the university up there and we stayed there. He showed us all the sites and everything and just like some amazing history up there that you would never think mm-hmm. about. And um, he showed us ruins of all these copper mines because cop- the, after World War II, the uh, the price of copper absolutely fell through the floor. And so these places closed shop like overnight, right. but they didn't do anything. So there's ruins of all these copper mines and, and mills and everything. Sounds like an area where you could find a covered bridge or two. I didn't see any. Huh. You mentioned it. There was one real nice suspension bridge. <laughs> Um, uh, so we were able to see that, uh, and he was bit by a tick. Oh no. That we had to pry out of his neck. Oh, I so guess, it was like, it was like half in there. It was half in. Yeah. We were joking about it. He took us, I wanted to show Katie like how to be a youper. Uh, so I had to take her shooting. She's never shot a gun before. So mm-hmm. we went, you know, five feet away from his house and saw eight million miles of woods <laughs> Started firing. to where we could shoot. Uh, so we, we did some shooting and he saw there's a tick that like landed on his arm, but he saw it and he flicked it off. Well, mm-hmm. so he got home and he he had a little bit of nerves. So he goes, "All right, honey, you gotta come check me for ticks." So made his wife come check him. He comes running out. Katie, you gotta help me. <laughs> oh, so he's calling on the ER nurse. Yeah, yeah, and it was barely in. So essentially, the entire goal of the tick is make sure you get it all. Mm-hmm. Do not break off and let its head stay because that's when it gets bad so yeah. uh but he was he was so little in that he plucked out pretty easily um i was bit by there's they're very small now but almost identical spots on uh like on my bicep tricep area that were about a half dollar red mm. With like a white head on the center. Oh, nice! And they hurt really bad. And one in on the back of my neck. We don't know. Uh, I've been trying to shoot webs the last few days just to <laughs> see. Nothing's panned out. Um, it may have been a hornet, but I was like, no, I'd know that. I would know that, right? Like, I'd, I'd feel if it was like a yeah. hornet sting. Well, it turns out I got way, way, way too drunk the first night we were there, mm-hmm. and spent time like outside that I don't. I don't remember. Just explore. I can't account for it, and I don't know. Uh, I don't know anything. I, there were details I was hearing the next day, like, "Hey guys, I don't remember coming home from the bar." They're like, "You don't remember singing out the window?" It's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, yeah." Now that's nope. slow. Now that's slowly coming back. Oh, uh oh, we got breaking news. Hang on, are we upgrading our equipment, or do you got a house? We got breaking news. I don't know what I'm more excited for. I'll be honest with you, it's the equipment. We have a counter offer. Ooh. On our on our mixer, they upped it by fifteen bucks. Mm. One fifteen. I think we split it in half. One hundred seven fifty. I think we I think we cut it in half. He's willing to work, right? Obviously. I mean, he he's, came down. He came he's, down. He's looking to dance. He came down. What's that? What's that come out to? Uh, like twelve percent. Make a counter offer. Hmm. So I was able to yeah continue. By sorry, the way. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, so we, I was able to experience a, a, again beautiful area up there. And if you're into that, you know, being able to explore and woods and beautiful lakes everywhere. Now it's very cold, 
What do you got? I saw that. I saw an expression. So shipping is not included in this offer price. What? Yeah. It said shipping is free. He you can't it, change it now. Away free shipping. Well then, uh, we're gonna have to look elsewhere. <laughs> I already submitted the counter counter offer. Boy, this might be a fight with eBay if he accepts. <laughs> yeah, right. Because we're not. I'm not paying for shipping on that thing. No, not no, a chance. Is. You know, and if he wants to. He could fit that in a $6 envelope. <laughs> yeah, it's just okay, and it'll be here in two days. I don't yeah. want any of that nonsense. Uh, but again, highly highly recommended. I have been up there four times now. Uh, and again, for us, it's a it's such a hassle to get to. But it's it's amazing up there. He, he brought us to a site. Have you ever heard of the Italian Hall Massacre? No. So before the people, Supreme though. Court even decided, uh, made the ruling on that you can't shout fire in a crowded movie theater. Mm-hmm. This is one of the examples. Somebody, there was like a, a big strike that had been going on for months. So on Christmas Eve, at this, a bunch of the Italian workers um, came, were at this, the Italian hall. And let me pull up the exact details. And so there, I mean, hundreds of people there gathering essentially right before Christmas. They're all out of work because they're striking. Uh, somebody opened the door, yelled fire. Hmm. And 73 people, mostly uh, 73 men, women, and children, striking mine workers and their families, were crushed to death, crushed to death in a stampede. Jeez. Yeah. That's a hell of a stampede. Unreal, right? I never knew anything about it. But yeah, this was that was six years before even the Supreme Court made it a, a law. Wow. And, but this is... You know, regarded as one of the ins- like, hey, there has to be yeah. that has to be a legal type of thing. There was a few others before that, but this is a this is a big deal. Um, but then, like I said, so they made dynamite up there because they had mines. There's a dynamite like a powder supply company explosion nice. that they just shut down. Yeah, well, it, not nice. I mean, well, but, but nice it's cool to see. It and there. so he brought us to these ruins of this like you know where you see old cans and everything because they they just left yeah there's it's just boarded up and they <laughs> left so uh but what i wanted to mention probably was because there weren't any covered bridges it's not as scenic as it could be <laughs> every place could use a nice covered bridge right <laughs> yeah nobody needs a suspension uh, but on the way home we decided to stop and see pictured rocks oh yeah which i don't know if you're i don't know anybody out there listening it, it might be um, a michigan thing but it's a u.s national lakeshore it's now beautiful and it, it's gorgeous to see. So you can take boat rides. You can rent a kayak and yeah. kayak it. Basically, so it's, it's essentially a, yeah, rock cliffs. cliffs. But the minerals and so there's copper there. You know, there's so much copper up yeah. there and there's iron ore and there's all of this stuff that seeps through these rock cliffs that make it look like there's pictures drawn on mm-hmm. all the sides of these yeah. cliffs. And it, yeah, goes it, looks for, like, it looks like artwork. Right. It's gorgeous. And it goes for 14 miles. So we took a boat ride, uh, a crew, a pictured rocks cruise, which... You know, Good Morning America had it recommended as the number one travel thing oh, in Michigan. So I trust I, them. I had to, uh, I had to take Hoda and Kathy Lee's word for mm-hmm. it. You know, uh, I'm trying to pull no, no, up. You're, so you're, th- you're confusing shows. Hoda and Kathy Lee. That's today. Yeah. Oh my no, god. No, how could I? They're K- Kathy Lee and Hoda. Today. No, they're a part of the Today Show. Are they? I think they're they're the last yeah, hour but, of the Today Show because. Oh, okay, okay. But Good Morning America, you're is talking the other uh, station. Uh, Robin Roberts, yep. and uh, yeah. Michael Strahan. That's the competitor. And uh, George Stephanopoulos. Does he still do that? I don't know. I, I think I'm combining all these shows. Right. So there's, you know, there's arches of this rock, and it's sandstone mixed mm-hmm. with another type of stone, and it's millions of years old. And it caves in every year, but it it just shears off more, and it's 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 gorgeous, right? Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. So we took a morning cruise to to see these 
and it's you know it's a family type of thing. It can be even though I would never bring my children on this at a young age because they don't care. No, they're not no, going not to care about rocks. No, they'll they're going to be. They'll, they'll have fun being on a boat. Right. They're, they're more. They care more about how fast can we go and whatever mm-hmm. than they do about what the rocks look like. Right. But it's still it's really neat to see this. So they show you about eight or ten of the main like formations that have been named over the years. So, but like I said, it's somewhat family oriented. So we're sitting on the mid deck, like the mid level deck where the, the captain was as well. Mm-hmm. And he would narrate the whole thing as well. So he'd pull up to a spot, he'd slow down, he'd talk about a spot, whatever. This is the blah, blah, blah. It's right. been here for millions of years. So there was a ton of jokes that I decided to start. Oh. Uh, I had to end up cataloging. <laughs> Because I thought, this can't be serious. Like, this is ridiculous, right? Jokes, you say, from the boat captain. And the jokes would have been like, uh, God, okay, whatever. If was it, it weren't just like, for... Was it just like plays on words? Um, like More they... dad, dad humor. Okay. And it wouldn't have been as offensively gross to me if there weren't a middle-aged couple behind us, two middle-aged women, who did running commentary on everything he would joke about. So uh, I'll give you a recap of that. So the first one was there's a, it's like bridal veil falls or some type of hill like that where you can get, um, uh, where you can get married mm-hmm. if you want. She, and so here, here's the, the big joke was, uh, okay, so this is from the bridal Captain. falls rock. So, Sorry. So pulling up. Yeah. Uh, bridal falls side, rock. You, uh, you know, there's a, uh, you can get, and his cadence was super. Like it just gave me like, like it gave me shivers because mm-hmm. he was so. Was it like the AMSR or ASMR? But or... it wasn't positive. Okay, so it was on. It was. Very it was negative. bad for me. Okay. I didn't enjoy it, and it so it was long, long pauses in between statements. So I'll try to replicate that. Over on the side is Bridal Falls Rock. Uh, you know, you can. Just a couple weeks ago, there was a couple getting married up there. A lot of people said that should be a good start for the marriage. I don't know. It's the first marriage that's ever started on the rocks. <laughs> and these two women behind me. <laughs> like just getting it, man. They were super thrilled. Again. Oh. And again. Man. Oh. Well, it's, it's actually better than I thought it would be. <laughs> There's a. Uh, you know, we mentioned that there's a lot of hiking trails. You can hike. It's like a 40-mile trail. You can hike the Pitchard Rocks. It's the only spot on land you can see it. A lot of hikers come up on this beach, Mosquito Beach. And they'll think, million miles from nowhere. So they'll take their clothes off and run naked up and down the beach. Imagine their surprise. A boat comes around the corner. I had one guy come up to me last week and say, that's the only wildlife he saw on this trip. You uproarious left. No! <laughs> just, just, just two more. Just two more. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, that's it? Ah, oh, yes. God, See I was hoping, uh, hoping for more jokes. Call this broken flower vase. It's, uh, 
See the form of a vase and then the trees out of the top? Look like the flowers. A lot of people say it looks like the Stanley Cup. Anybody from Detroit here? Probably don't know what the Stanley Cup looks like anymore. Oh, oh topical sports humor. Got him. Oh, boy. Now, the women probably didn't understand that one. No, that was about a, little, sports. a little over their heads on that one. You know, you're going to leave it to the men. Come on, more. So, he describing, like I told you, with the minerals and everything in the rocks. So, oh, people, you know, they that's why they're called pictured rocks. People said they could see different pictures in the rocks. Some people have said they could even see a side profile of Elvis. Elvis? I don't know. Seems like more how much you ate and drank the night before. Oh! Oh, so he means that they drank too much and they were seeing things. <laughs> Until, so the women behind us on that one, were like it was like they were having a conversation that the captain didn't know about. <laughs> so he says he drops he, he drops that bomb and the not much. I think we had just about enough to drink and eat. I don't think we drank too much. Like it, went, it was like a minute long running commentary about this guy's joke. Like they're answering it for real. Like they thought he could hear them because every time, uh, you know, we come up on a site, he'd say, now, can you see whatever on the right? And it's, yeah. it's, it's entirely rhetorical. He's telling you, look at this spot on the right. Yeah, but they're answering. Yeah. Yeah, we say it, yeah, Captain. No, where? Like, he's not coming out behind, you know, oh, let me put it in neutral or whatever. Let me come back and point it out to these hens for crying out loud. Oh, so that's the only thing that took away from what is an absolute beautiful sight to see. Uh, Pitchard Rocks National Lakeshore. Oh, yeah. Well worth the time uh, to, to see that up north, yeah, up northern we were, Michigan. We were up there a couple of years ago, two summers ago, I think. Just awesome. So nice. It's really neat. It, it's it's neat to see um, because it is one hundred percent like nature doing it. I mm-hmm. mean, you see sheets of rock that are bigger than you could ever fathom that have caved in. Yeah, and they don't touch it. They it, it happens. There's mm-hmm. cave-ins every year. They were t- they were saying, and um, it just shapes it even more. Yeah, it's 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 beautiful to see. Yeah, if you're in that, uh, if you're in Michigan, definitely go there, especially right. in the summer. Oh yeah, there's about three week span where you want to go up there, and we <laughs> yeah. and we got one of those weeks yeah. where it was seventies all week. Yeah, we were up there. It was probably August a couple of, two years ago that we were up there. Yeah, and we stayed in this little tiny cabin. We rented a cabin that was uh, maybe two times the size of the room that we're in. Like total about a hundred, hundred fifty maybe square. Feet. Oh okay. Just this little tiny place, and uh, we were a couple miles from Lake Superior, and we went there. And this is middle of August. We walked down on the beach, and that water is still like nine degrees. Yeah. It was so cold. It's atrociously cold, which is it's the worst because I see a massive body of water like that, and it's crystal blue. Yeah. It's gorgeous. and It's one of the only lakes you can take a cup and drink the water out of the mm-hmm. middle of the lake because it's so clean. Yeah. I just want to jump in it. But it would be such a oh, shock yeah, to your needles, system. Yeah, I've done it you. once. Like I said, I've been out there four times. And about 10 years ago, me and three friends changed our clothes on the side of the road and just sprinted in. 
and it was one of the worst decisions you could ever imagine. <laughs> it's immediately like, regret it. Yeah, I, and I've never taken an ice bath, you know, like like athletes. Mm-hmm. But I imagine that's what it has to feel like. Yeah. Oh, I've I've done a I've done a polar bear plunge. Oh, okay. On so the you beach know. in New Jersey in February. Oh. And putting my feet into Lake Superior in August felt pretty similar. Yeah, I yeah. bet. Yeah, because the ocean at least is like was it in the ocean you're pulling? Yeah. yeah. The ocean at least like you're you're never really going to get super like 35 degree water, 40 degree water, but right. Lake Superior for most of the year is about 40 degree water. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. So, yeah, that that was my trip. Like I said, a little out of the way, but a place I had wanted to get to for a while. I haven't been up there to see uh, to see my friend in years to go up there. So, like I said, different style of life up there. Yeah, definitely. Like you can buy land and acreage for nothing. Oh, I, I like pennies on the dollar. We talk about that. Annette and I talk about that all the time. We think like, oh, how cool would it be to just buy like a little tiny plot of land because you can get it for i know a thousand bucks or something we talked about it too but then you're like are you really going to come here in october through may or april i don't want to i don't want to go to the grocery store and it's two miles away and it takes you a half hour and 80 inches of snow i can't imagine it sounds great like it sounds great in my head like you get this little plot of land and then you build a little cabin but then like i do not want to make that drive no no i would not want to i Everybody up there has their own snow plow. Like I said, you know, you're you're just used to eight month long winters yeah. with snow on the ground. So now you may notice I just put something up on the screen up here. <sighs> All I know is it says free shipping. Yeah, they did give an option for free for free shipping. So I'm not gonna. That guy can take his offer where shipping's not included and fight it out with eBay because his <laughs> listing has shipping on has free shipping. Yeah. So so we have upgraded equipment. <laughs> we got a new mixer. It's gonna oh. be. It's gonna be here Friday. Well, it better be here Friday. I want him throwing a you know a hissy fit. <laughs> but yeah, so now we officially have a small mixer up for sale. Uh, we can yeah we could raffle this off. Oh yeah for uh, for us right for the, for the us fund yeah for the Stephen Kyle podcast fund <laughs> Stephen Kyle button to, fund uh, yes yeah the Stephen Kyle garbage merch fund will auction mm-hmm. off the mixer. If you're looking to start a podcast, get in touch with us. This mixer has given us fifty one episodes. Of beauty. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. Last week, we released what was our 50th episode. <laughs> Nary a mention. even a mention of it nope. being our 50th episode. And that I consider that every 10. That's monumental for me. Right. But 50th, you'd think that we would have said that one second in. Hey, it's our 50. Normally, we don't say how many episodes, but it's our 50th one. Right. Didn't mention a thing. Nope. Passed no. our mind. Which I think I... I'd even remembered it like the day before, the week before we had talked about it, but boy, a day came and it was just second, like an afterthought at best. I don't remember. I don't know what episode we're recording until I go to upload it because you that's one of the, the, yeah, it's one of the things I fill in. Right. And, uh, but I always have to go back and check cause I never remember. Yeah. <laughs> so after we recorded it, I go back and I check and I'm like, ah, crap. <laughs> <laughs> cause we recorded on a. Saturday. Saturday morning or something. Saturday and a Wednesday. We recorded Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the most recent episode we recorded the Wednesday before last Tuesday. Yeah. Um, but again, thanks to any anybody who found the show here from Free Beer and Hot Wings on the podcast. Thanks for sticking around, giving it a shot. Uh, please spread the word. Stephen Kyle on Facebook, at Stephen Kyle on Twitter. Uh, like Steve mentioned, uh, a lot of avenues to find the show. Please, mm-hmm. you know, if you think you if you think somebody would enjoy it, share it with your friends. Yeah. 
family, yeah, we, whoever. Yeah, That's it, the it, way we're doing it. We're not we're not out there, uh, you know, finding thousands and thousands of people. It's essentially a word of mouth thing, and it's mm-hmm. it seems to be working out. Yeah, it has been really cool to see that uh, people have stuck around. Ones that that were force fed this podcast, right? From, yeah, they didn't have from, a choice uh, from uh, free beer and hot wings. Now when, we would when the be show was on vacation. Uh, it would be a terrible oversight if we did not mention our latest, not not an official review, uh, but it was a review left on uh, Twitter for us, and it was left yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was from, I believe, new listener, uh, Bill, Bill Johnson. Bill Johnson sent us a tweet a few days ago that said, At Steve and Kyle, your podcast is great because you guys are boring as S. I'm super boring also. <laughs> hey, all right, camaraderie, I guess. So I had to tell Bill, this is the Mount Rushmore of reviews for our show, Bill. <laughs> That's as good as it gets. Because how does this keep happening? People who seemingly listen and seem to enjoy this nonsense we put out every week. Yeah. And But it feels like they need to qualify that in their reviews by saying, yeah, it's good. If you like eating dog crap, <laughs> like it's nonstop. It's good. Like kissing my sister is good. Thank, thank you. It's good. Like hitting your hand with a hammer is okay. <laughs> what? Is that good? I don't think that's good at no, all. No, it doesn't feel good to me. No, it does not feel good. Um, what did we? Did we want to move? Did we want to try to give a call to Christopher this week, or did we want to jump right into our last few tales? Let's give it a. Let's give it a shot. Let's right. try because, as usual, did you pull up? His, we are his we are behind schedule. This is Christopher in Colorado. Christopher he sent in Colorado. Us a uh, he's had his review in the tank since uh, January. He hmm. sent us a message in March. So to say Christopher's been in the queue for a while is an understatement. Yeah. Uh, we've jumped around though, so we're we're kind of working our way back in sequential order now. Yeah. Uh, so Christopher left his review in uh, January. Better than NASA. Ooh. I really enjoy you two together. Very real and fun. Makes me laugh. Already the best review we've ever received. Yeah. Where's the? Even oh. though you suck. Oh well. Here we go. Uh, hilarious that your cover art. Put that in a quote. Looks like Steve is wearing a tinfoil turban. <laughs> And Kyle looks like Corey Feldman. <laughs> so you can take which one of those is more offensive. Oh, there it is. Uh, keep it up, guys. The dead surfer reveal was the best thing ever. Uh, if you don't know, if you're a newer listener and you don't know what Christopher is talking about, listen to the uh, it's the Stephen Kyle podcast year in review. It's a nice episode. I think it was December 27th of 2016. No, this was oh, January oh, yeah, 3rd. That's right, yeah. It's titled the Stephen Kyle podcast year in review. Look that episode up from January. It's Steve and I played uh, like four, four or six of our funniest things that we had done in the first four months of the podcast. Yeah, it was like our own best of show based yeah. on like 12 episodes. Right. But it also kept our streak intact. We have not missed a week since September mm-hmm. or since uh, 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 August. We've been constant since September 20th. So uh, please check that out for the Dead Surfer reveal. One of the most astonishingly horrible things that I've ever that I've ever had happen to me. <laughs> anywhere you're welcome all right so let's try <laughs> so this is christopher in colorado yeah but as you know this probably won't work yeah i can't believe his phone's already acting up oh okay uh, uh yeah this uh i don't know i don't know if it's gonna work what work 
Oh, we should have a backup on the computer. Oh, never mind. My phone's ringing. Calling yourself? Sure am. <laughs> oh, no. It's this again. <laughs> this again. They're all three going to ring at once. All right. Hold on. We're going to make a quick... You'd think that uh, part of our new equipment budget would be buying whatever the correct thing is that we need to make a phone call. Is there something we can buy to make this happen? Yeah, probably. Yeah, we should look into that. <laughs> so Chris left this review, and it was uh, on iTunes. Oh. And uh, that's where you should look, or anywhere you get your podcast, to leave us a review to be in line. Oh, oh God, steps all over my... <laughs> Remember, if this doesn't work, it's his fault. <laughs> yeah, of course. We got it all figured out. Yeah. Hello? Hello, Christopher. Christopher? Oh, man, I can't believe his phone took a crap. Yeah, it's so weird. How does that happen? Well, we'll get him next week. (laughs) Here goes. (laughs) Another example of the slowest dying bit in podcast history. We were, at one point, weeks away from this thing dead. We were going to yeah. run out of people, and it just wasn't like nobody would answer. Now we have too many people. And, and now we have a list in the double digits, I think, and we can't figure it out. <laughs> we'll get it, though. We're going to get it uh, next time. Christopher, I apologize, because that's the I text I messaged you last week that you were in the queue, <laughs> and you were kind enough to wait around, and we didn't call you. <laughs> yeah, I messaged you to say you were on the queue for today. And, oh, we need to get Christopher on. He's a graphic designer. Oh, well, then we need to figure this out right now. Because it sounds like Christopher Vine's making us a logo for free. (laughs) I mean, we don't know if he knows that yet. Oh, crap. Yeah, I just don't know. I can't be positive on how to do it. So I think we... we, Man. We gotta take some time. Maybe we just gotta come up with, like, a Skype name or something. Maybe. Maybe. Because the so the iPad did not work there. We're back to the old school iPad well, where the iPad, it, the iPad called my phone. Okay, good. Which is what you dialed, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, well, then we better jump right into because I boy, I see the clock. Oh my good lord! Yeah, we're gonna have to get rolling. Um, <laughs> Let's uh, skip. Why don't we skip the wrenching? Yeah, we got to get right into what happened. So I posted a picture. Uh, on our social media, it was last week, right? It was, yeah, the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. The 4th of July, which was uh, the day... Tuesday. Yep, I went over. We, I tried to help Steve uh, do some auto repair, which we'll get in more in uh, depth. I think that we're skipping the uh, beginning of the day there. Seems like uh, we had uh, no time for wrenching talk. <laughs> we'll have to get to Steve's auto repair next <laughs> week on the podcast. Uh, we'll just uh, we'll skip. Uh, you know something? Wrenching talk is actually rather short. Uh, now on the last episode, you said, I believe the quote was like, I'm setting the alarm. Yep. I'm setting the reminder on my phone yeah. for July 4th at 9 a.m. Yep. Oil wrenching, I think was yep. the, yep. what you had specifically said. You were going to come over here, help me out with the, the project on the Jeep. Replacing You're the replacing clutch. your clutch. You needed help. Mm-hmm. The transmission is heavy. You didn't want to have to rent a transmission jack. jack. Yeah. So with two bodies, figured we could get the job done. Sure. So uh, nine o'clock in the morning came and went, waited about an hour and a half, and then I finally decided to go back, listen to the old episode, uh, pull the audio of you saying that you were going to be over, 
And then I re-uploaded it to Facebook and to Twitter, asked people to um, please help. Kyle must be injured. Find me. (laughs) Because he was uh, so adamant that he was going to be there to help. Yeah. Didn't show up. And lo and behold, about half hour after that was posted, my phone starts buzzing. I'm awake. I'm on my way. Yeah. Here I come. Yeah. So you headed over to the house and... um, I think it's safe to say we our progress went backwards in the hour and a half, maybe, that you were here. Uh, um, we, we worked for three hours. Did we really? Yeah, we didn't. Because remember, we didn't leave till almost oh. three. We accomplished nothing. Nope. Uh, by the time you left, we were actually, um, yeah, we had taken a step backwards. Uh, Unreal. Progress was not good. So you, uh, you, you. Headed home, because I was like, I'm done. Done working on it. Yeah. Went inside. I sat inside for probably, I don't know, three, four hours, and just thought, like, what are we doing wrong? What are we doing wrong? What are we doing wrong? I finally went back out into the garage, and I figured out the issue. I had to take everything back apart, fix it all, line it all back up, put it all back in, and then once again, I'm at the point where I need I need a set of hands. Right. Heavy well, lifted. Well, in this time, we had also come up with the plan to go uh, to go, to ride bikes and yeah, get ice cream check the house with out. our significant others. So we go on this like hour and a half long voyage to go go and get ice cream because nothing was open right. on 4th of July. It was a holiday. Yeah, it's a holiday. Oh. Nothing's open. So we ended up finding a place like 50 miles away. We rode to on our bikes. <laughs> and, and then we were done and it was... Probably seven, yeah, eight o'clock. Yeah, it was later in the day, and so, yeah, boy, you and Katie were riding back to your house. Me and Annette split off, and we were going back to our house. And you would, I, I got back to the house. I sent you a text. I said, "All right, man, I'm ready." You drove over, and um, in that time, we uh, we tried to figure it out again because we couldn't get it. Did we not get it that night either? No, we got the the part we wanted. We got done. That oh night. yeah, yeah, that's right. You had figured it out, like you said. That's the, right. The, the transmission right. part, right? But the, and then I there was something. Back. Yeah, there was another part that I needed help with. Yeah. So you came over. We muscled that other part into yep. place too. But in the meantime, earlier in the day, I was out in the garage. Oh yeah, it, yeah. And Annette came out, and I have my back turned to her, and she she's like, "Oh my god!" I turn around. I'm like, "What?" She's like, "What is that?" And she's pointing down. At the the top of the driveway, like what? And I just see this thing sitting on the driveway, but it was dark. It kind of looked like a leaf, right? It was just laying there. And then I saw it move, and I realized it was a little baby bat, little oh. tiny baby bat. Which, by the way, they're pretty adorable, right? I mean, minus the fangs the and being able to like speak in sonar yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh man, that's a bat. That's crazy. What? It's still perfectly light out. That's weird. Bats usually come out at night. Mm-hmm. Well, the night before, we had been sitting out in the yard and uh, having a just little little bonfire, and a big like group of bats flew over. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's weird. I wonder if maybe that's one of them, and it just kind of like got lost or whatever." Right. So, I I grabbed a broom. I'm like, "All right, well, I'll just kind of brush it away. Hopefully, it flies off and it doesn't fly into the garage and." Uh, bite my neck and then I turn into a vampire or whatever, however those movies go. So I think that's how it all turns out, right? That's how it all starts. <laughs> yeah. Like somewhere there's a music score starting mm-hmm. 
as you approach this, what you assume is wounded baby bat. Sure, I'm there to help. You don't realize it's trying to, like, you're patient zero in, <laughs> yeah. the, in the upcoming plague of this zombie movie. <laughs> so I sweep the thing, and it starts making that noise that uh, our good buddy Brent Spiner was on the receiving end of in Independence Day <laughs> when uh, the aliens were speaking to him in that crazy high-pitched, yeah. like, I'm like, ugh, what are right. they here? Like, oh, this little devil bird. With his fangs sticking out, it was obvious the thing was uh, was hurt. It was it was injured. It was we were not sweeping it away. So, oh. and that's like, well, what do I do? Do I call animal control? And I'm like, yeah, may as well. I mean, that's you know, that's what they're there for. There's a there's a like I don't know, like if if there was a skunk in the yard, I'd call animal control because that's what they do. They come out and they get rid of the invasive species right you're not you're not calling you know 911 you're not putting an sos out you're looking up yeah calling the county sure you know humane society not humane society but yeah the animal control so this thing was obviously injured i took a five gallon bucket and i just placed it over top of it so at least it wasn't gonna if it did spring to life it wasn't gonna like jump at you yeah attack us or if the dog was outside she wasn't gonna try and eat it or Mm -hmm. anything so i call and uh, just as you're getting ready to leave... Yeah, we had just finished. We put the part back on that was heavy that we yeah. needed to put on. I, You know, I stood up, wiping my hands off, and I just started walking to my mm-hmm. car. When a county sheriff's office car pulls up. Yeah. Which is not what I was expecting. Well, I'd left your house before, and I've seen a sheriff's car in the, the driveway and garage across the street. Yeah. So when yep. I saw it around the corner, I was like... Oh, it that's what I thought lives, it was too. You know, whoever lives there. That's who I thought it was too. And then they stop in front of my house, and this guy gets out. He's a he's an officer. Gets out and starts. Which is weird, right? I, mean, I, I, I know it's so. a holiday. I you know I I knew exactly as soon as he got out of the car. I'm like, oh okay, I guess that's maybe that's just how it works. Right, they have to handle it. That's what they handle, or maybe they're they're shorthanded because the woman that Annette talked to on the phone said like. Oh yeah, it's been a it's been a crazy day because they're getting a lot of calls about dogs because people are lighting off fireworks, dogs, dogs are taking off and running. Yep. So yeah, so I'm like, okay, whatever. So the guy gets uh, he he starts walking up the front lawn, and I said, I, I just said, hey, how you doing? And he just looks at me, he goes, "What's up? Who called?" Yeah, and that's what it was that initial interaction that perked my eyebrow because. That was such a weird way to approach. It was a little standoffish. It was immediately, like you said, what's up? And he was looking at me. Yeah. So I said, oh, we got a bat. Yeah. And I, like, all right, well, maybe it's just, you know, he waiting for someone to approach him first, which again is weird. You're the officer. Sure. Whoever whatever. representing, you're the one arriving. But whatever. So I said, yeah, we got a, um, there's a bat. It's, uh, looks like it's injured and, um. I don't know, man. You hear all this stuff about, like, don't approach a bat. Bat's got rabies. Nobody wants rabies. Right. And there's this silence where he's just staring at me with this, like, seriously? Yeah. I'm here because there's a bat in your driveway? Well, so if I remember before anything else happened, he he said, who called it in? Mm -hmm. So Annette had to come out there, and he was getting the details from Annette. Yeah. And then asked you... I, I'm trying to remember the specific way he asked you. Why don't you just hit it? Yeah. Yeah, he said, well, do you have a shovel? And I was like, 
yeah, I got, I got a shovel. And he goes, well, can't you just take care of it? Yeah. And I was like, well, the, I, that's why we called animal control. Yeah. Because, I don't know, that's kind of what they do. And then he says, well, what do you think I'm going to do? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not naive. Like, I'm not expecting them to come out and, like, tell me that they're taking it to a farm upstate where it's going right. to live out his days but, with other bats. But I honestly thought there may be. So when Katie and I had something not, not this similar, but it was a bird that was injured in our front yard, mm-hmm. we found this lady who runs like a sanctuary or whatever and yeah. called her on like a weekend evening and asked some questions about like, Hey, can you come help? What can we do? Whatever. Because there are places that would prefer to take, take these animals and try to see if they don't need to die Mm -hmm. and release them, whatever, because I know bats aren't like the most, uh, you know, human friendly, but they're also not man eating. You know, they have their purpose in the world, right? Exactly. And, uh, that, that was my whole thought. And I'm, and I'm like, Look, I, I, chances are somebody, if animal control shows up, they're going to pick this thing up. They're going to take it somewhere. They're going to euthanize it. Right. And uh, and I'll never know that. But this guy, he just, he goes, well, I can go get my shovel out of the car and I can take care of it for you. And I just looked at him and I'm like, uh, oh. Okay, man, do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. Well, because you expressed the concern that you just mentioned. You were like, because he was essentially questioning you, why don't you take care of it? And you had said, you know, I, you know, I've always been told, you know, they have rabies. If they sure. jump, I just, you know, I didn't want to chance that. And he, what, what struck me, this was the most condescending thing I've heard in a while. He looked at you and said, what do you think I'm going to do? Shoot it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I thought, okay. I got to go. <laughs> like, this is uncomfortable yeah. enough for me. Yeah. I didn't make it to the driver's side of my car before I texted you. And I said something like, boy, I can't wait to talk about this guy on the podcast. Yeah. And I replied saying I was saying the, I was about to say the exact same thing to you. Unbelievable. It. um, Yeah, I've never felt like less of a man than I did in that situation. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess I'm, you know, I'm a major P cause I don't want to, I don't want to kill a bird. Yeah, exactly. But he seemed to be the, like the pendulum had swung the complete opposite way with him where he seemed to like revel in it. Like, Oh, he okay. was looking forward to it. Yeah. So he went and, uh, dug through his car and he got a shovel and then he walked back up the driveway. Feels weird to have for a police, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and he says to uh, he says to me and Annette, oh, you got a hose? We're like, yeah. He's like, well, you might want to get it ready. I'm like, okay. Oh, my gosh. So then we, well, he picks, he's like, so it's under here? It's under this bucket? I was like, yeah, it's under the bucket. Well, he picked the, he picked the bucket off, and the thing twitched a little bit. And I guess there was something lost in translation, because he's like, oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't know it was alive. I wouldn't. Oh. I'm like, well, it, that's what injured meant. If it was dead, I would have said I had a dead bird, and this conversation wouldn't have happened. Yeah, because I would. It would have been in the can. Bird. Yeah. So then he seemed to start to like. He kind of was backpedaling a bit. He was like, "Well, I mean, uh, you know, I 
this isn't something I enjoy, but I mean, if it, you know, if, if something that we got to take care of, then you, you know, you got to take care of it. And he just going into like this long thing, like, Oh, you know, we've had a, we've had a lot of uh, dogs running away. To, like a switch was flipped and he instantly became like super personal. Really? Yeah. Because I left because it was awkward. Yeah. Because yeah. he was being a condescending person. Mm-hmm. And when I, I, the last thing I saw, I got to my car, I texted you and I saw he was emptying out, uh, the sheds worth of stuff in his trunk, which was scuba gear. Yeah, they do have a lot like of stuff. Like a in hazmat there. suit. <laughs> Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So so he turned into not a bad guy. Turned into a pretty nice guy. When he realized he, he had a live bat to take care of. Yeah. Um, he, he was able to dispose of the bat, obviously, without getting into any details, because uh, that's not what the, the focus of this is about at all. But then, yeah, he was uh, he was like, well, you know, it's uh, you know, got a lot of dogs running away and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of raccoons, too. I mean, that's that's a pretty common call. And I'm like, what? So is he an animal control person or is he a police officer? I assumed he was an officer just based on the car he was driving, the way he was dressed. Yeah, I, and I know we have a listener, at least one who's a police officer. If you could send us a message, whether I, I think you sent a few Snapchats of him listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. If you have to do things like that, please let us know. I'd be curious because I want to pick your brain on that as well. <laughs> it's like, just the do whole... you do you look down on homeowners like Steve? Do you uh, just do it? Apparently, they they do because, like I said, never meant, never felt like less of a man, right? Um, but in that situation, kind of okay with it. I don't take joy in killing animals, uh, even if it is a little uh, a bat that could have rabies. Right. And again, it's not like you dialed 911. Right. And my our whole thing was like, well, if this is so uncommon that you have to come out to a house and get rid of a bat, why didn't, when we talked to them on the phone, why didn't they just say, yeah, that's not something that we normally do? Yeah. Or nip it in the butt sorry, early, say, um, sorry, call a sanctuary, sorry, yeah, exactly. or whatever. All we did was call. All we did was do what you're, what you're told to do in that yeah, situation. Animal control. Got a wild animal in your yard. Call animal control. Wow. We called animal control. Look, it's not my fault that it got bounced around to ten different people before it finally got to you, and you, had, to you and you had to come out and do right. it. I, I'm not privy to the uh, the county directives of who that gets fed through and down to, but that's yeah. also not my concern. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was I was close to doing the old my taxes pay your salary, <laughs> but I figured that probably wouldn't go over well. You listen here, Bucko. Technically, right. I'm your boss. Yeah, I get to boss you around. What shift are you? What's your badge number, man? I, I sign your paychecks, man. Yeah, because in obviously, I, you know, I didn't live there. I felt like if he was going to continue on that path, the next line of questioning was going to be like, "Yeah, what he's do? What's he doing here? What's you know? What's the deal?" Like, I was, but, we're not gathering around to watch this, you know, injured bat, man. <laughs> it's not what yeah. we're here for. I almost said to him, I, I almost said like, you know something? Sorry to waste your time. Just go. We'll deal with it. Yeah. But I don't know. I look, I have a lot of respect. I have a ton of respect for, for people who put on a uniform every day yeah. and are out like patrolling the neighborhoods and keeping, keeping the streets safe. Right. There was obviously some kind of, uh, we were having some kind of communication. He uh, was not, he was on one channel and yeah, I was on another. And he was not excited to be there. No, he wanted nothing to do with this. Him. And that I get would it. Suck man. That would suck. If like, if your job is to go out and to protect and to serve, and then 
Cause that I would, I would assume that that job, that's probably like the, that's like, Hey, go get coffee. You know? Right. Like, Hey, uh, let's send uh send so-and-so out to take, send, send Johnson out to take care of this one. Nobody right. wants to do it. Sorry, man. That sucks. But like, I, I don't know. We just did what we thought we were supposed to do. Exactly. I think you handled it the right way. Sure. I, it got kicked around. And in hindsight, felt like it felt like it got kicked back in your face. Sure did. <laughs> I I expected. Here's how I thought this whole thing was going to go. We were going to call animal control. Somebody was going to come out in a van that says uh-huh. animal control on the side of it. A guy with like crazy big gloves on that like go up to his shoulders was going to get out, and uh, he's going to have some kind of cage trap thing. He was going to walk over, pick it up, put it in there, and say, "Hey, thank you. You yep. know, we're going to uh, well, you know, thanks for calling." Mm-hmm. And then they were going to do what they did with it. Like, take it out to the woods, dump it out there. I don't know. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been in front of me. I didn't really need the play-by-play. No, you didn't. The oh, rundown uh, of what's going uh, on, what, what he's about going. to do. Yeah, wow. so that was um, that was weird. That was a weird a weird interaction. And I'm yeah. glad that you were there to witness it. Yeah, me too. Up until I couldn't handle it anymore and I had to bail. Because yeah. <laughs> that was awkward. Yeah, it's probably good that you did. Yeah, I don't want to see you. Just, uh... <laughs> if you think about it. We spent the majority of that day together. We did. Boy, the whirlwind of almost <laughs> saw your new house. Almost biked a mini Still, Iron I'm Man not, to not, get to the. Uh, not counting that house out. That house is. There's a good chance you'll be my closer neighbor in the next two months because well, there's this not guy a good can't chance. come up with that kind of money. Yeah, I mean, who's who's. Who's sitting on that kind of cash, right? You, you're you're out of your league, man. Right? You're over your head. Let it by, let it pass you by, bro. All right. Well, it's about that time we are. Uh, yeah, I guess so. We should probably jump into it, huh? Jump into the fast four. Fast five. Yeah, I was just gonna say, did you uh, did you check the volume? <laughs> I like being IT guy now, <laughs> where anytime anything's wrong, you're like, hey, uh, you, you try restarting it. That uh, thing plugged in. You uh, check the volume on it. Uh, all right, I'll kick us off, Steve. Fast, uh, fast, fast five. five. Furious four. Fast five. <laughs> Ivanka Trump. Uh, she was a stand-in, right? Yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah, that's qualified. A, that uh, seems seems not legal. <laughs> uh, but who am I to say? Uh, Amelia Earhart. Fascinating. Right. Spider-Man. Boy, haven't seen it. Uh, probably won't. I heard that it's better than the most recent one mm-hmm. before it. Yeah, uh, Kesha. Oh, what Kesha do? What did uh, she 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 get in trouble? Back in the news. Oh, uh, and lastly, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to think. Kesha, 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 Kesha. It's a good thing. Nothing bad. Yeah, I don't remember. First time in a while for her. Okay. Uh, lastly, Shark Week. Oh boy, could not care less. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll see you later. Yeah. That was a good episode, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yeah, oh, by really, the way, I'm someone uh, who's so yeah, I got paranoid. Cold, I can't go to Boston for someone who's so paranoid by sharks. But they fascinate me. But okay, so because like, they're they're for my money, they're the most interesting animal on the planet. Just ba- they're they're ancient mm, animals. Disagree. Slow Loris, much more interesting. Did you just name a Pokemon? No. Slow Slobosaur. Slow, slow Loris. Are you trying to say coleslaw? No. Still still saying slow Loris. Okay. Do you want to see a slow well, Loris? I need a picture to know what you're babbling about. Good God. You are going to regret the day that you said that sharks were in any way superior 
to the slow Loris. Nope. Look at those eyes. Those are terrifying, beady, dead. I'd rather look in a bat's eyes. What are you talking about? Look at this one. He's like offering you his little food that he's eating. It's like a meerkat, but not as adorable because it has human fingers and massive eyes. If you've never seen a slow... Oh, look at that one down and in the middle. Which one? Right down. This one? No, down. Yeah, yeah, those are awesome. <laughs> it looks like a creature from Ernest. <laughs> Ernest scared stupid. I wasn't as terrified as I am right now looking at that thing. Oh, you're just wrong, man. You're no wrong. No way. But I've been fascinated by sharks forever just because, you know, they're obviously, you know, ancient, ancient animals, predators mm. of the ocean, all of that stuff. And uh, the obvious uptick in visual quality and what they can do nowadays yeah. is so ridiculous that Shark Week is something I look forward to each and every year. And I'll have like 18 hours of DVR of just Shark Week to okay. the point where Katie's like, yeah, I'm going to sit this one out and the next one because it's <laughs> hour four and five of Shark Week I don't care about. So is that this week? Is Shark Week going uh, it on starts? Right I believe it starts next Sunday. Okay. Um, it's either next week or two weeks. I just remember I saw an advertisement for it because uh, it's always in the middle of the summer uh, and realized that I cannot wait. Oh, I'm so ready. Yeah, uh, before that, I mentioned Kesha. Uh, released her first single in four or five years. Oh, wow. Because if you remember, uh, essentially hasn't recorded any new music, and I don't even know what the status is because she was suing her producer for yeah, rape. For, yeah, for sexual, sexual assault or harassment or rape assault, yeah. or whatever. Uh, so I don't know if this is under the banner of that same guy uh, because she not. essentially has to finish her contract out maybe right. she finished the contract just not with that producer type of thing um but yeah supposed to re- uh, lead to a full new a new full album but she's become kind of this uh i don't want to use guiding light but a lot of female mm-hmm. singers and stuff are looking up to her now because right. she's For one of the first to me. actually speak up and take a stand so i'm assuming this is not something that is uh, uh very uncommon i guess you could yeah. say so yeah. Um, yeah, it goes with the industry. Not to, that uh, sounds weird to say. Oh, it comes with the territory. It goes with the industry. Not at all, but it's it's a very common thing in the industry. It right, like. but and it's also the reason it's n- newsworthy is you know she was a pop star at the peak mm-hmm. of her career when yeah. it was just a switch because no new music, uh, lawsuits. It's you know hard yeah. to make a career off of that. Yeah, definitely. So. I know, I believe, if I remember right, Taylor Swift or Katy Perry donated like a million dollars to oh, her really? to, you know, to essentially oh. live on because, you know, she was getting drained by this. So, um, yeah, first new single for, I haven't heard it. I don't care. <laughs> before care, that I, care about the cause, right. not so much the music. Right. Uh, before that, I mentioned Spider-Man. New movie came yeah, out this Spider-Man. past weekend. So where does this fall in uh, the Spider-World or Spider-Man world? Uh, well, so this is totally separate because it's the first one incorporated into what is known as the Marvel universe, where the Avengers, Captain America, Iron Man, all of those guys, all the previous Spider-Mans are owned by Sony and Sony is obviously separate from Marvel. So Sony had Spider-Man separate. Just so Sony. So the, the previous Spider-Man movies, it was all, it was all Spider-Man. Yep. There was no 
Little subtle hints to nope. anything. Okay. No, because they couldn't. So this is the first one where the deal was signed off that uh, they would co-market and they could be in that universe. So new Spider-Man, younger Spider-Man. They didn't waste time breaking down the same story. They've already displayed Peter twice Parker. getting bit by the spider and doing that whole, you know, Uncle Ben dying. Uh, they didn't waste time doing that. They jumped right into him as a high schooler. Trials and tribulations of a teenager having to don the Spider-Man suit and be a high school teenager. So um, I went last night because I was on vacation. Normally, this is a movie I'd be at opening night, first showing. But, you know, vacation kind of took priority over Mm -hmm. it. And so I could not wait. That's why part of the reason we left early yesterday, we had so much to do at home. Because in our area, we had so many storms when we were gone that... We had to go get our food from uh, from my mother in law's house to reload oh, our freezers. You had, yeah, you had lost power. Reload our freezers. We had laundry. Then we had an ant disaster when we walked in that we had to clean up and spray. Nice. So it was we had hours worth of work to do. And the whole time I'm thinking like, what's the earliest showing of Spider Man we can make it to right. before you know without it you know so we can get all of our stuff done. So I was able to see it last night. Absolutely adored it, Steve. Really? I am going again tomorrow morning. Look at you. I can't wait. I need, I'm going again tomorrow because we have a doubleheader in softball. I got to go early in the day. Okay. And I, yeah, I need to see it again. Oh, what time, what time are you going tomorrow morning? Oh, I don't have any plan. This is uh, this is usually when I roll out of bed and I look, oh, hey, look at the alarm. I was going to say, because I got, a, I got an internship opening in the morning. One, oh. day, one day only. I do have therapy. What time is it? The normal time. Oh. Turns out you didn't change your radio show, huh? <laughs> nope. Uh, same, oh, by the way, same for Wednesday. Oh, okay. <laughs> but this could be your last opportunity at a Wednesday. Let me see. I do have there. You know, you don't have to tell me right now. I'll let you let you think about it for I think at least it's, a minute. I have or so. a nine thirty. I have a nine thirty, Steve. But I have to be at the physical therapy's office downtown. It's right downtown. Oof. So I could do like the. Uh, see what time is that? Never mind. That's nine o'clock. What? Uh, and that's be- tomorrow. Yep. You know, I recommend uh, recommend you getting up a little early. Oh, okay. <laughs> Putting in that recommendation area. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Maybe I'll maybe I'll go. I-, I can do tomorrow. Maybe I'll do tomorrow as like as a send off for me. <laughs> so, well, I mean, you've been back for. I've done it three of- times. <laughs> that's three more than I ever thought I would ever do it again <laughs> when I left in two thousand and ten. Well, you know, what's old is new again. Right. Is that the key? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can swing in there tomorrow for a few hours. All right. I've got nothing else to do. That'll be nice. So I've got therapy and then I'm going right to Spider-Man. Sounds good. All right. Was that it for yours? Uh, no. Before that, Amelia Earhart. Oh, man. That's a fascinating story. So I don't know if I believe any of it. I don't either. I Based know there on was... that one picture. It's... Right. The one picture looks so... Like the description of it, when you see it, you're like, "How can I tell if it is or isn't?" Um, and then, picture especially, released, especially whether you see the, uh, go ahead, set it up a little bit. Well, a picture released from the, I think it was the National Archives or found in the National Archives from 80 years ago. Show uh, it's off of a dock off of the Mar- in in Japan, if I remember right. No, it's the. Well, well I thought the, the picture was in Japan because it shows a boat towing an airplane wreckage of an airplane a small single person airplane mm-hmm. so it's either in japan or in the marshall islands which the is marshall just islands, off of yeah. japan yeah it was the marshall and, Islands. and uh, you see a bunch of japanese uh soldiers and on the dock facing away from the camera is a woman who historians say physically lines up with 
Amelia Earhart, mm-hmm. and the plane could very well be Amelia Earhart's crashed plane. She ran out of fuel and had to like emergency land in the Marshall Islands. The Japanese, in this hypothetical scenario, would have captured, captured her, her and her co-pilot and her co-pilot and held her, um, held her essentially as a POW, for lack of a better term, and she died in captivity. Is mm-hmm. is the is the new running theory, and it's stated because, like I said, the physical stature. Uh, resembles Amelia Earhart, and people seem to think. I think the guy's name is Noonan. Yeah, is was her co-pilot. A guy on the dock looks like him as well. Yeah, man, I looked at that picture and thought that could be anyone sitting there. Yeah, and then they said, "Oh, in the background, you see the plane," and I'm like, yeah. "I don't see a plane. I see a ship with something." Oh, really? Hanging off the side of it. Oh, see, I saw a plane. Maybe it was just because I looked at, like, the super zoomed-in version. Right. So it gets, like, so pixelated at that point. Let me but... try to pull it right there. Because I, I didn't read this article, but it's debunking the theory mm-hmm. Amelia Earhart was captured. Um... Wait, now that I look at it, it doesn't look as much as like a plane as I initially yeah. thought. Cause that, the one that I looked at, they overlaid like the outline of what the plane would be shaped. Like, well, of course I'm going to see a plane. Then if you tell me, look, here's the plane underneath this plane outline. Right. Well, yeah, then it looks like it, but I don't know it, man, that stuff, the uh, conspiracy theories. I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all, but stuff like that really interests me. Like that's why I've, I've talked about on the radio show before how you want to kill like six hours Type in fake moon landing on Google and just go to town. You'll like by the end of it, you'll hit. Wow, this is really fascinating. I can I can see why people think that this was faked. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah that well, was that it's was the a crazy basis, story. It's the basis of a it's a History Channel documentary. I think it comes out this Sunday, based on that photograph. But um, yeah, there's this article on the on a website essentially debunking it, saying that somebody from the ship that supposedly uh, recovered the wreckage said that you know they set out the alert to try to seek and rescue them but then after like two days it was dropped Mm -hmm. but if you were part of a group that captured and she ended up being killed in captivity it's not like that's going to be hey let me go rate you know let me go hip hip hooray about that in hindsight that's something that you're going to want to tuck away so yeah um yeah that that's big news this week and that like we talked about that before that stuff just fascinates me yeah just fascinates me yeah Uh, and the first one this week was ivanka trump in, she sat in in sat the in news, the president, the G G twenty G twenty yeah. conference, which is twenty world leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, what was this one about? Just anything in specific? I have no idea. But either way, Ivanka Trump, an unelected, unqualified uh, daughter in chief, mm-hmm. sat in Donald Trump's chair next to Angela Merkel. Mm-hmm. You know, the leader of is Germany, it, I thought her, Angela, I thought Angela, or Angela, Angela uh, I, you're probably I know right. it's, Merkel, I know it's, yeah. The, no, the leader of Germany and I believe the leader of China yeah. sat in his, sat in the United States seat. Oh, yeah. Like, because she knows how to, you know, nail down a deal. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, if that had happened, uh, I don't know, four years ago and Sasha or Malia, <laughs> right. say, he, say they had been... Even Michelle. Well, say yeah, exactly. But say that the, the Obama daughters had been in their 30s. Or right. How, how old is Ivanka? Ivanka's probably... Got to be in her 30s. 30s, right? I'm sure that that would have gone over very well with then just uh, citizen Donald Trump. I'm sure he right. wouldn't have had anything to say about that. Man, it, it's just insane to me that that's not 
And that's the least of the few scandals the Trumps have had mm-hmm. this week. The last day it has blown up that Donald Trump Jr. met with a Russian lawyer yeah. last year to get, admittedly, to get dirt, to get dirt. on Hillary yeah. Clinton, which is also not the biggest scandal to come out because Donald Trump announced, you know, was briefly talking about having a cybersecurity task force with the nation that very likely meddled in the United <laughs> States election, mm-hmm. Russia. It's mounted. Yeah, but but Putin said that they didn't. So oh, it's it's fair. Yeah, yeah. I'll take care of it. Yep. Just another day here in America. Yep. Welcome aboard. All right. Fast five. It's time for the fast five, Kyle. Fast five. Not oh well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. Again, I, I like believe you said, I, I believe I misspoke earlier. Wouldn't want it uh, confused with the. You know, occasionally we'll we'll do a Furious Four, right? <laughs> right. We will a thrilling I three. Mean, it's usually your idea. Yeah, I, I, just, I text you like an hour before. Like I can't think of anything. We gotta cut it by one, Steve. All right. Nah. First on the list, Beachgate. Oh, glad it's over. But boy, <laughs> I mean, kiss your political career goodbye. Not, uh, up next, Tesla Model Three. Is this going to be the one that's affordable? It is. First one rolled off the assembly line the other night. All right. We want to see it. <laughs> uh, North Korea. Same old, same old. Yeah. I feel like it's never going to change. I mean, yeah, it's it, same old, same old. Putin. Terrifying. The guy's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And last on the list, MLB Home Run Derby. Oh, boy. Talk about an event I couldn't care about Goes less. Goes down tonight. Yep. I figured you'd be watching, just actually, taking notes to give all of us tomorrow at the game. I actually might watch, because this is the first year in, well, since I've, you know, been a, an adult, that Chris Berman isn't doing it. Oh, yeah, that's So right. Chris Berman every year would do the home, yep, just yell, and he'd sound, you know, sound like an animal. Like Cadbury bunny. Yeah, uh, but he's now done. Carl Ravage taking over, who is a very good baseball voice. Uh, said he has a totally different call. It's not going to sound like Berman at all, so that Good. should be intriguing to everybody. Uh, you know, they changed it, so it's like a bracket now. I might give it. A, I might give mm-hmm. it a tune in tonight if it yeah. doesn't interfere with wrestling. Yeah, that goes down tonight. Uh, before that was Putin, and boy, I couldn't agree more with. Uh, oh, it's just terrifying. Yeah, you know, you saw the image of uh, him that him and President Trump had their first like actual sit down meeting, mm-hmm. and when they're in front of the press, he turned to Trump and said, "Were these the ones insulting you?" And like pointed to the press, which he has had people killed in mm-hmm. his country for less. Yeah, uh, you saying it? A terrifying proposition. The fact that we need, you know, Trump's walking around saying, "Oh, we need to work, move forward to work with them, not against them." They are Russia is not an ally. Mm-hmm. They that are needs to be an enemy. Yeah, that cannot be stated enough. They are not an ally, and the United States is being outmaneuvered politically by Russia and just about every adversary incredibly on the world stage right now. It's embarrassing. Before that was North Korea. Talk about another terrifying thing. Yeah, they don't, like I said, they don't scare me as much much. because they haven't shown that they can get a missile in the air to last longer than, you know, a a few hundred miles. But how long until Trump is landing in Pyongyang, rubbing elbows with uh, With Kim Jong-un? Right, and man, I feel like that's a long way off just based on the way Trump talks when he talks about North Korea, about 
well, China needs to take care of them, and our world have to step in. Mm-hmm. My fear with Trump is that if he does step in, it won't be a political step in or a diplomatic yeah. step in. It's going to be uh, an unprovoked military strike, which could very well set off a massive chain of events. Well, that's what we got Dennis Rodman for. Yep. He'll, uh, the amba- he'll make, official he'll, UN ambassador? Is that make, his title yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, before that, we had the Tesla Model 3. Yeah. From a personal standpoint, I've never been more excited about. Well, an give me automobile. give me a base price point on the base model. What Cheap- can I get that car for in the next year? Cheapest you can. Well, in the next year, you're probably not going to be able to buy one. There's a sold way, out they, in advance. They had um. Well, what they did was they took pre-orders eight months ago, six months ago, maybe, and uh, by the estimations, they have between three hundred seventy and four hundred thousand cars reserved. Okay. So you could go on their website, you could put it put down a $1,000 deposit, you could reserve yourself a Tesla Model 3. Model 3 is Tesla's foray into affordable, fully electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, the price of, uh, a base price for a Model 3 is $35,000. Okay. But with, in certain states, in certain areas, you get uh, government rebates. Oh, okay, from a, full electric. You can get from the state and from the federal government. There are certain areas where you can get up to $7,500 in rebates. Oh, okay. Meaning that you get yourself a brand new fully electric car that goes 220 miles or 240 miles. That was my next question. For $27,000. How long's the, uh, now do you need to buy and install a charger in your home? You do need a charger. Well, I guess you don't need to. I mean. You go to destinations. You could go. Yeah, exactly. But essentially that means like, hey. Eight o'clock on a Tuesday, my battery's not charged. I got to go to the, you know, in our area, I know of a movie theater. Like, hey, I got to sure. go park at the movie yeah, theater to charge few, my there car. There are a few in the area, um, but I, I, it's pretty common practice to get a charger that right. you have an electrician install in your garage or in your driveway or whatever. And you just plug the thing in. Um, I am so excited about this car, and I want this thing to work so badly. And I was really geeked the other night when I opened up Twitter and I saw that Elon Musk, who runs Tesla, yeah. had tweeted out a picture. The first one rolled off the assembly line, uh, I think, Saturday night. or Yeah, Saturday night. And he tweeted it out, and it looks great. And it's on time, which is a new thing for Tesla. Because <laughs> they're uh, the Model S, which was their luxury sedan, and the Model X, which is their SUV-looking vehicle. We're both like almost a year late to market, Man. but this one there it's, it's on time, but they're already saying that the, uh, the delivery dates aren't going to be, they were hoping for a much more aggressive delivery schedule, like, okay. like 10,000 this month, 10,000 next month. Well, now they're saying a hundred will be delivered this month. And then by, I think December, they're hoping to be up to about 15,000 to 20,000 a month. Wow. So if you ordered one. There's a good chance that you won't have it for over a year. Right. If you're at the end of that line on the pre-order, you won't and, see it. And what they do is they deliver because they're built in California at Tesla's factory. Right. They deliver. So if, you, if you're in California, you're going to get it first. But if you're in Florida, you're not getting your car for end at least line. another year. Wow. But it's exciting. That's the... So you I, think you're a couple of years away, you might make a play? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've talked about that with Annette. We've talked about it a million times. Right now, it doesn't make as much sense because I got gas the other day for two oh four a gallon. Right, right. But, it's not it's not prohibitive right now with gas. But man, for being somebody who's like a tech nerd and also into into cars too, yeah, it's like it's everything combined. Man, and what uh, are we gonna wrench on though? Oh man, 
I don't know. I have no idea, but I'll still keep the Jeep just to... All make, right, just so we can break it. To and... make sure that my carbon footprint is still nice and firm. <laughs> I was going to say... It's a, it's a good-looking vehicle. Um, they're fast as hell because they're electric motors as good. opposed to gas engines, and I want one so badly. Fully electric scares me. So essentially, if you do a road trip with it, you have to find charge sure. spots. Yeah. Like, I probably wouldn't be able to take that car to where I went last week because there wouldn't be enough spots to charge it. I don't it. know. The good thing about them is, because I know one person who has one. He's got a Model X, the SUV. Yep. And uh, so the dashboard is basically just a massive iPad. It's like a 13-inch. Oh, okay. It's a huge screen. Wow. Everything's controlled from it. The GPS is all in there and everything uses Google Maps. But what it does is if you plan a trip, it tells it plans it according to where their chargers are. Oh, really? Because they have chargers all across the country. Right. And they're they're constantly building more and more of the uh, of the charging stations. I wonder if they'd just be up front and tell me like, ha ha ha, you're gonna try yeah. to go there. Good <laughs> yeah. luck. Nice try. Might want to rent a you know, rent a Dodge truck for the weekend. Right. Yeah, go rent an SUV beforehand. But yeah, I'm pretty That's exciting. I'm excited about that. I think uh, it would be awesome to get one of them. Because they've had the Volt, which is the Chevy Volt, Chevy which Volt. is part electric, it's right? Hybrid, yeah, it's a hybrid car. So talking 40 miles on a charge, I think is what it was. Um, it's not very much. Yeah, we actually rented one of them when we were in Denver. Oh, okay. And, um, I think, yeah, if the batteries are fully charged, you'll go about 40 or 50 miles. Um, but once the batteries run out, then the, the, the regular gas engine kicks uh, in. Oh, yeah. When which, even, even the gas engine still gets like... 35 to 40 miles a gallon. So it's still a crazy efficient car. And if you're just like a Volt would be perfect for me because I would never use the gas engine because right. I could drive unless from you here, go on a trip. I could drive from here to work, work to home. That's 90% of my driving yeah. right there. Yeah. Free and clear too. But yeah. Man, what a new, but then you know what? You're going to get that Tesla three. And then within two years, they're going to be like, well, Hey, we're building a self-driver. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. This car, the, all of their cars have the hardware installed so they can do the fully autonomous driving. Oh, okay. Just whenever it's ready down well, the road type of thing. That's what they're doing is they're, they build it in a way that basically every car has all of the features built in. But if you want those features like unlocked, yeah. you pay more for them. Like, oh, now, like okay. right now, if you want to... Say you want a, a a new pickup truck with a V6, you buy a truck with a V6. But if this if it was a Tesla, it would already have a V8 in it, but only six of the cylinders would I work. I see. But then down say a couple of years down the line, you say, yeah, you know, I kind of want it to be a V8 now. You pay them a little bit of money. They wow. do a software update, and it unlocks the other potential in the Boy, car. Boy, that seems hackable. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Very yeah. unsafe. Yeah, it just seems like I'm going to be riding down a highway and all of a sudden I'm going to have eight cylinders and I'm going to be going in reverse. I think it's going to be normal, though, man. I think that in our, I don't know about in our lifetime, but I bet in our kids' lifetimes in this country, they stop selling internal combustion, yeah. internal combustion engines. Well, I told you the other day that Volvo announced by 2019 they will yeah. build no more internal combustion engines. There are many, there are a bunch of European countries who have already announced that they plan to completely. Outlaw the sales of cars with internal combustion engines by like the 2030s. Wow. That's insane. I know. Yeah. I, I can't fathom where it's going to be. Cannot fathom. All right. First on my list was Chris Christie and Beachgate. Yeah, boy. I think we had talked about this because it happened when we, yeah, it was on the fourth and that picture of him on the beach with, you know, him and his family. That was it came out the day before. Um, 
his political career is over. Yeah, because well, he's, he's he is got... so, between bridge the bridge thing and now this to and this one where he's been beyond unapologetic. Well, maybe you he, should be governor. I, I kind of, I kind of admire it. I'm like, you know, that guy. He's not. He's not folding. He's saying, yeah. So I did it. Yeah. You want to do it? Be governor, and you can do it too. Man, he's such a bully. He is too. He's such a jerk bully. I think it's been bad since he, because uh, I think he expected much more when Trump became president. Because he was the first major mm-hmm. candidate to drop out, wasn't he? Yeah. So. I think he expected the VP seat, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. But I think somebody said, "Yeah, you can't, you can't do that." Yeah. <laughs> um, and in hindsight, he'd he'd fit perfectly, right? I mean, with uh, the rest of that crew over there right now, I mean, yeah. it would be nothing out of the ordinary. But but I would bet yeah, I would, would bet that there was a there was there were a lot of talks like, "Oh, you're one breath away from the presidency. Let's go with somebody a little bit safer that we can control a bit. Let's put Pence in there." Right when um. Is he still the governor? Yeah, until 2018. 2018. Until, okay, so yeah. he's gone. He's gone next. It's like Jan- he's done. January of 2018. He's absolutely done. Right. I mean, he, yep. he might be term limited out anyway. Mm-hmm. He's not getting reelected anyway. No. Where? I mean, the big rumor for him is he's going to take over from Mike Francesa on a sports talk radio show. Sports Radio 66 WFAN. Now, is he a guy? Does he need like not Secret Service, but does he need like a a crew? When he goes out, can you imagine? Christy? Yeah. yeah, I would assume that he has. It's. I'm sure it's not called Secret Service, but it's. Um, I actually know. Well, I don't know this person. Person, I, my sister-in-law's sister, is dating somebody who is in, uh, Christy's personal security team. Like he drives him around, he picks him up places, takes him places. But yeah, so there's, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. Can you know. imagine having to do that every day to WFAN and sit there and listen to his drivel yeah. for a few hours? Well, he's doing it this week. He's doing a couple days filling as in like or a working fill-in with. for Francesca. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, because I know Fran- Francesca's got a big 30 for 30 coming out this yeah. week. And I thought he that might, looks be, interesting. Do, I thought I he might be doing a, a press tour or something for Yeah, him. he might be. That, that might be why Because he's... they keep talking about doing like a reunion. I think that'll eventually happen. Maybe Mike, a, maybe a week. Dog. Um I don't know because they'll both be at the end of their contracts. So the rumor, oh, really? the rumors are that they're meet up somewhere. They're going to get back together somehow, but Boy. we'll see. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a it's been a weird couple weeks that we've been off. Yeah, no kidding. That and it, dude, it felt like an eternity. Sure. Did. My goodness, Ele- yeah. I think it was. So it was. You know, we eleven days. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. Never again, man. I can't do it. Never again. Of course, I was ready to do anything but record <laughs> because we did four episodes in like ten. Yeah, that's true. But hey, all in the name of content, Steve. Mm-hmm. So hey, remember follow us on social media. Um, you uh, at Stephen Kyle on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Stephen Kyle. You'll get all of the info on our whirlwind Boston trip that comes up on July twenty second. July twenty Saturday, July twenty second. Saturday, yeah, July twenty two. Flying from Detroit. To Boston, getting there at 9.30 in the morning, and then getting on a flight at like 9 o'clock that night to fly back yep. with the sole purpose of going to the Cheers bars in Boston. Yep. So if you want to follow us, uh, follow along with us, I think a few a few podcast listeners, we talked about it earlier, mm-hmm. are actually going to show up 
that would be ridiculous. We're going to try and have some stupid, terrible merch on hand that uh, we can hand out to. Yeah. But yeah, follow that, us. That, we, that will happen. Something along the lines needs to happen. If you want to come visit us in Boston, again, early after, stay tuned for, you know, extra specifics. But uh, early afternoon, cheers on Beacon. That's where we're going to be. Come have a drink with us. Take some pictures so we can show people that people actually listen to us. <laughs> you can download, subscribe, review the show on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher. Right. And on Libsyn, screenshot those uh, those reviews to us, and you could be on for two minutes of awkward conversation as long as your phone actually works. Unlike yeah, a bunch, bunch of idiots. But in the meantime, uh, thanks for spreading the word. Thanks for those that listen to Free Beer and Hot Wings for sticking around for these new episodes. We really appreciate it. Right. It's a... It's a pleasure to be on there and uh, anybody who gave us a chance and is sticking around i uh, hope you enjoy it start listening to the backlog uh if you need a jumping on point boy the year in review show like i mentioned good stuff from yeah, our first six months early jan it'll be the first episode from january yeah, january 3 i think all right talk to you next week